The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. And boom goes the dynamite. It's Wednesday, and you know what that means. Kevin Ely and I are back for another brand new episode of The Boom. I'm your host for this evening, James B. McDaniel, joined as always by the the, the young, industrious, and, and vascular <laughs> Kevin vascular. Ely. Kevin, how are you doing this youngest, week, buddy? Youngest man alive. My God, are you ever. I don't know. The, I'm good. I, you know, I, I'm sorry that I took the week off like once again had a relapse of dengue it's it's hard being out here on these streets man i had to go to colorado and purge it from my system <laughs> In a tiny and i love the show i love listening to last week i love anytime that you you were on with the power bombshells it's a fun fun combination it's, it's always fun and and it's exciting because it's always unexpected we have a very good, like we go on tangents a lot, mm-hmm. but we have a really good order of how, where we're going. And when, and, and usually with the power bombshells, it's fairly last minute and it's very freewheeling and uh, mm-hmm. it's a whole different experience than, than podcasting with you. Both very enjoyable. <laughs> Thanks. A- absolutely. <laughs> So we've got blockbuster news this week. Yeah. We have to have a, a state a state of the network conversation yes. with you all about the future of the boom, the future of fight game media. Mm. Do you want to take it from the top? Sure. So if you want to hear it straight from Garrett, the episode probably immediately before this, or maybe two episodes before this in the feed, there'll be like a 10 minute episode where Garrett lays it all out in detail, but we'll summarize it here. The bottom line is, um, this free feed has been hosted, published, I guess, sponsored by sponsored uh, by company blue wire, blue wire, which has handled all of our ads and revenue and things like that. Um, and they are downsizing the number of shows that they're sponsoring, and we did not make the cut. They listened to an episode of The Boom and said, Fight Game Media is done. It's too dangerous. We're out of here. That's right. Too dangerous. They're That's like, right. This is too much. The bad can't handle this much. AW Podcast. That's right. That's right. It's too, <laughs> it was too hot for them to handle That's, that's exactly this economy. Right. So, um, so what we're doing is we're simplifying and we are going behind the paywall. We are going to be going to the Patreon that we've been plugging every week, uh, which we hope all of you already are on. But if you're not, and you've been listening, 
uh, to this show for free. We're first of all, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but second of all, uh, give us five dollars. Yeah, it's five dollars. You, you damn freeloaders! Come on now. <laughs> you want this to be the last time you ever hear us pitch Patreon for five dollars? I don't think you do. I don't think you want this to be the end of that. So nope. if you want to hear me pitch this show and pitch Fight Game Media for the for pennies a day, five dollars a month. You know what you're going to have to do? You're going to have to pay us five damn dollars a month to listen to these pitches. That's right. Simple as that. <laughs> Simple as that. We do. Yeah. We really. We, we we really do appreciate everyone who tunes in each and every week, um, each month. Uh, you know, our list. Our, our 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 listener base grows more and more for some strange reason. And we really yeah, appreciate. It's you. really been growing lately, and it's, it, that's it really it's has. Kind of a shame to have the rug pulled out a little bit, but you know, no bad feelings. Yeah. So we know we're going to lose some of you and we really, we really hate that. Um, Hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, wherever, but to go forward with the boom and fight game media in general, it's going to be $5 a month, patreon.com slash fight game media. I believe it's going to be part of that. will be getting into the discord, which is a lot Mm -hmm. of fun. Um, There'll of course still be a couple of shows on YouTube, I'm sure Kevin, Kevin, and I will probably guest star on some. We might do mm-hmm. some some clips on there, uh, yep. so that you know we're still alive for however long I, I'm going <laughs> to remain on this planet. Could be could be weeks, people. Could be weeks. Um, but no, the Power Bombshells is still going to be there. Speaking of strong style, is still going to be there. We're going to do a lot more live feeds. We're going to do mm-hmm. as a network. We're going to be doing a lot of. Um, pay-per-view recaps immediately after they happen. Mm-hmm. Um, just a lot more live content. Most of that's going to be on the weekends. Fight Game Media is still going to put out uh, at least one show per day, every day of the week. And then going into the weekends, we're going to focus on live content on YouTube. That's going to be yeah. what it's like going forward. So again, $5 a, mo- $5 a month. It's, it's literally cheaper than a cup of coffee. And again, as always, it's... Uh, it's the, the most bang for the buck in combat sports, people. Yeah. 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 Easily. And the best yeah. hosts. I think so. I, I definitely just, think I, so. I really like all I, these people. I can't name any of them offhand, but absolutely <laughs> fine people. <laughs> I'm sure they're good folks. I'm sure they're fine. fine. You know, <laughs> some of the best in the business. Yeah. Top, top 100. Easy. Oh yeah, couple couple of them. He's top top one, top yep. five hundred. All right, so that's that's that. Listen, this game is a shock to me. I found that I found this out today. today. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on here at Fight Game Media. I haven't been briefed on, such as the weekly interview with one of the hosts. I did. It's been going like a month. I had no clue it even existed. <laughs> that tells you how high up in the hierarchy get here it. that you I gotta am. Get in that slack. Oh man! Apparently, I do. I've got all the so, tools. There's too many tools. Oh my god! Too many yes, tools. some of the top 500 tools in combat sports right here yeah. on Fight Game Media. Mainly right. me. Oh my god! I've got Discord. I got Slack. I have Signal. I've got Teams. I've got what is this? I've never used WhatsApp threads. in my life. Somehow I have it. Got th- I've got Threads with I the other WhatsApp. seven people I use that who are on keep, it. I use WhatsApp to keep track with like three people in the world. 
That's I've the got only way I my, my signal. I have, I have two people on the signal, but we, we use it a lot. It's great. And I'm uh, ready to, I'm ready to, I'm ready to dump out on X. X. Are you? I'm out on threads. The only, oh, see, that's the problem. I was ready to go in on threads. Oh, because it seemed more you, pleasant. It's it's dying quickly, and I don't need to get an ad for Cheech and Chong's gummy gummies. Like I'm in I'm in New Mexico. Post. That like I've had a hundred ads for Cheech and Chong's gummies. Yeah, it's like every okay. fifth post I see in, on the new on the new X, extra the Twitter new X. or whatever they call it. Every, um, every every third X is Cheech and Chong gummies. I'm I'm really interested to see what people end up calling the tweets on X because we're not going to talk, call them X's. No, we're not going to call them Z's. That's not going to happen. <laughs> I just don't know where that's going to end up. I think people are just going to still call them tweets. Uh, what, what a time we live in, Kevin. What a time. Did you get what a haircut? Uh, like sure two weeks ago. Okay. It's looking it good. It helped. Usually by this time, by the time we record, I've like pulled it out a lot. And so it's <laughs> today. It's... Oh man. I've, uh, if I, if I could, if I had, a, well, I guess I've got enough hair. I can lose some. I, I'm, I'm on the verge of pulling my hair out. Work uh, has not been fun lately, but you know, it always is fun. Fight game media show. doing this show with you is always a blast. So let's go in to the build to all in. They've discussed it and they have come to a decision. <laughs> yes. They think it's a good idea to have, they have announced. They have announced on television that it's a good idea to promote the show. Yeah. So hopefully. And all those matches they have for it. Yeah. So hopefully sometime this week or next or the week after we'll, uh, we'll get a match announced. Now, listen, I, a, a lot of people could come back and criticize us, but they want this to be the biggest show biggest wrestling show in british history yeah they are less than ten thousand tickets away from that right i believe they're at seventy eight thousand tickets yeah and they need 88 it's something approximating that something like that yeah they're like to do that seven or yeah we should be announcing i mean we should be announcing like the the oh my god we should be announcing david bowie like doing entrances, <laughs> yes. you know, Ziggy we don't... start us holograms. Yes. We, I was Elton trying to John that... is going to perform Saturday nights. All right. That's, for fighting. That's live. what I was trying to think. I was trying to think of the name Elton John. Like we need this to be a WrestleMania type event. We don't even have a match, much less a guest star. No, we have nothing. We have <sighs> CM Punk mocking his own show for not announcing anything. You know, we, we finally have what would be a great main event if they wanted to go that direction, which would be, um, MJF take, and this is not where they're going. This is clearly yeah. not where they're going, but they want to MJF could take major offense at the fact that CM Punk's calling himself the real world champion. Yeah. Or he could just stay in the back title. and prepare for his tag team match. Either way, either, either way. way, either way. Oh man. I wonder, I do wonder if it's going to be MJF versus Adam Cole at all in. Let's see. I mean, that seems likely mm-hmm. because he already told him he'd give him a shot. Uh, and maybe it might be, you know, friend versus friend kind of thing. And then this right. is where it goes south or something like that. I could I really see that happening yeah. and being a big moment. I could, I could see that. And then maybe punk the next week. I don't know. Like that's, what's so weird is they're doing two major shows 
And one's in Chicago. A week apart, and one's in Chicago. One is their annual, like, it's a it's a big deal for them. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, 80,000 people in Wembley is kind of a big deal, too. Yeah, you need to please and those people. And they're asking, and they're, as far as we know, asking us to shell out, like, $120 yeah. in eight days. Right. There's so many questions left on the table. How are they going to do that? Uh, right before the show, we were discussing how maybe it'll be a buy one, get one free thing. Yeah. I think they probably had hoped at least one would be on Max. I'm guessing they got yeah. – not that they got pushback. I think if it's not on there, it will simply be because Max is not set up to broadcast yeah. a live event, and that is very different than just throwing up a recorded show. It's very different. It is, and they do As soccer. They do soccer. Yeah. But well, apparently it's some kind of different – I'm guessing there was something about it being some sort of different process or different server or something where that I'm guessing how how they do live soccer is not. Yeah. Broadcast it. And then they it's delivered to them um, by someone else who's who's doing it and broadcasting. It's got to be something like that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So we don't we don't even know. We I know I'm not spending. I know a a hundred percent certainty. I'm not spending $120 no. in a in an eight day period on pay per views. No, I'm not doing that because I'm a responsible adult ish. You know what they could do? What's if that? They, it, let's, if if they if Max if David Zaslav really was like I've got to get this show on Max, uh, but they couldn't do it live. Is Aaron <gasps> prime time? Yeah, because it'll happen at what two in the afternoon? I think something. Yeah. Uh, American, you know, Central or Eastern Time. No, that's a great idea. It'll and just be run on delay. Yeah, yeah. Also, if they when they finally do run an AEW show on Max, they need the logo for the day to be Burberry colored. Oh, absolutely. It need it needs yes. to be Maxwell Jacob Friedman yeah. for the day. Just Max. If they don't do that, then like David Zadlow just needs to resign. Yeah, he, he doesn't even care if they don't do that. Um, all right, so we have rumored matches. Okay, wait, you've got the numbers here. 76,929 tickets are sold or as are out of there. the last Wrestling Observer. That was what Dave yeah. Meltzer reported. So number five all-time. Number five and, all-time attendance so far. And is it 88? Am I right on 88? I think it's something like 88 is the max, yeah. Yeah. Because then when you have 88, it's basically 90. And when you have 90, that's 100 using WWE math. Right. And then yeah. that's 120. Exactly. And now you're just at the all-time everything. If it's a person, yeah. Right. Let's see. All right, so we've got a lot number of rumored matches. Yeah. Kevin, which ones of these? So we've got we've already discussed Cole MJF. Yeah. What so, are your confidence in these? I would like a percentage, like oh, 60%. 50%. So Jericho versus Osprey oh, is wow. one that's really surprised me, but I've heard it around at enough different places that I'm thinking there might be some fire to that smoke. Okay. Uh, no, I have no inside. I have no inside information about this stuff, but it, it's been mentioned a few times enough that that might be, which is kind of surprising, but I think it's like sort of like resetting expectations on what, Kind of like, you know, every year at Forbidden Door, we're like, we want Okada versus Omega 4, you know. And it's like, you're not going to get that. 
So you're not going to get, we're, you know, probably not going to get Omega Osprey 3. Good lord. Uh, you know, and Jericho manages to get him in the, and get himself in there with the best wrestler in the world at his home arena on the biggest show he's ever been on. So good for him. Do we currently know yeah. Osprey's status? As in, is he still a free agent? Uh, you know, I don't know that. Here's my idea. Okay. Here's my idea. So this Wednesday, we have Chris Jericho and Takeshita mm-hmm. versus Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia. Correct. Yes. I think what happens is during that match, Chris Jericho turns on Takeshita. And 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 the whole thing was a work. Mm-hmm. And he's be, they're all beating on Takeshita. And out comes Will Ospreay and Aussie Empire. And they are now Team Don Callis. And so it's Takeshita, Ospreay, Aussie Empire. This directly leads to Will Ospreay versus Chris Jericho at All In. That works. And that is that is said with absolutely no knowledge yeah. of anything, including complex mathematics, just so everyone's aware. Um, so I'm just wondering, if I were to get there, if I were to get to Jericho Ospreay, how would I do it? That, to me, is the best way to do it because Takeshita yeah. is – Don Callis yeah. is leading to something with his family. It's clearly yep. about to grow, and I mm-hmm. don't think it's going to be with Jericho. No. And this is something that Jer- – the this is something Jericho has done before with his guys. Yeah. I'm excited Ibushi's going to be on the show. I didn't realize he'd gotten a lot of hate for being – when I say out of shape, I mean out of shape for Ibushi. For Yes, as in he was probably the the third most fit man in the world. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I'm not attacking his body in any way. I think I commented on it saying he was more out of shape than usual because he's usually pack level. He's usually in the best shape on the planet. Um, But I recently learned that he was getting a lot of a lot of heat for that. Um, and well, which, and for like moving around weird, which he said was because he, he wears he those did. super thin soled shoes and he was getting a bunch of tacks in the bottom of his feet and it was freaking him out because he's never worked with tacks before. That will do it. That will do I did think he was moving weird. I thought he was, some of his kicks were a little strange. Yeah. That explains everything. Good Lord. Yeah. That poor dude. But that's interesting that he says he's going to be on the show. Right. But no one else has. So, like, he hasn't been announced. No one's, you know, no, he hasn't really even been mentioned since Blood and Guts. Um, so and that could a, be a Golden Lovers match. It's really, it's really strange that you sign a Bushi have him in one match and then you're not talking about him for a while. Right. But that's a, that's a Tony Khan thing that happens a lot. Mm-hmm. We've seen this a whole bunch. And thing is, I saw somebody uh, ask a question this week and it's related to the Cody Rhodes stuff. We'll talk about in a bit. Mm-hmm. 
and they were like, what is AEW doing to be the number one, the number one promotion? Yeah. Do they even want to be the number one promotion? Right. Or do they want to be the, the, A, the, the A24 film? Yes. As opposed to the, the superhero blockbuster of WWE. Right. And this is their chance to really up the ante is this mm-hmm. show. And um, they, they better hurt. They really need to hurry because I want them to break the record. We know it's going to be a great show. We yeah. know there's going to be great matches, but we need to be able to anticipate them, to talk about them, to think about them. And people need to buy tickets and get hotels and right. rent cars and all those things if they're going to go to it. If I had the money to go, right now would be too late for me to plan. Like yeah. I am... I, I used to be a last minute traveler. I'm not anymore, man. I'm old. I'm broken. I'm larger than average. I need time to plan things. <laughs> you need to ramp up. Yeah, I've got to ramp need up. A little exactly. run, need a little runway on these things. And they're not giving us any runway at all, man. They're giving. They're not giving us anything. Okay, so I think Cole MJF. High that's a pretty good. safe bet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I believe the Jericho Osprey that I'm, uh, hints I'm hearing. I believe that too. I believe that um, too because I think it'll give Osprey a good win. Yeah. Um, it'll and uh, yeah, it's a big name. I'm sure that's a big name for Osprey. Um, a, a name to check off his list. A lot of WWE fans and casual fans who might not automatically order this. Yeah, might see Jericho on there and think, "Oh shit, I got to check this out." Yeah. Um, the BCC in a trios match. I'm that's the word. Yeah. They've been doing some weird stuff lately with the BCC. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll talk it about does. that when it comes to this week's, yeah. this week's dynamite. Yeah. But, Jungle but, boy versus an East. Oh, go ahead. Uh, well, just the, the thinking is it, it could be some sort of trios match that Eddie's on the other side of, uh, maybe with some new Japan friends that he brings back. Um, well, and, they've been and that, and that could set up Eddie versus Mox the the week following. Yeah, they could also throw in Orange Cassidy. He's kind of been drawn into things. Yeah, by Moxley. Yeah. So you've got so if you had Eddie and Orange, you would only need one more person for that. But you could bring in like an Ishii. Yeah. Or yeah. something like that. By the That'd way, be fun. I I think I would love it if Eddie came back and was like, "Here's all my friends I made in Japan." Since we're talking about Japan right now, I can't wait to talk about this. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it in right now. My favorite thing that's happened on Dynamite in a very long time. Well, <laughs> it might have been on Collision, but I think it was Dynamite. Was when when Darby Allen is like he names like 15 people. Yeah. That, All the people that, that he's, feuding been att- he's feuding with have been attacking him. Yeah, like I'm. I don't care who it is. I'm ready to get in that ring and fight. Yeah, and then he gets in that ring. Yeah, not knowing who his opponent is. Right, and you're like, it's gonna be Ar Fox or Swerve or somebody. Maybe like Brian Cage. <laughs> Suzuki's theme music hits, <laughs> and Darby Allen puts his hands on the ropes, lowers his head. Just starts doing, shaking his head back and forth, like Jesus Christ, man. Anything but this. Yeah. Oh, it made me so happy. That made me. That was the happiest I've been in in a week. Yeah, it was. That was fun. It yeah. was so good. 
All right. Jungle Boy versus an ECW legend. That's my guess. Is really? that Jerry Lynn is going to uh, bring in somebody. Of course. Yeah. <gasps> and because here's my theory on the all in thing. What if that somebody's Taz? Can Taz, Taz go? Can, I don't know if Taz can I don't go. Know. Man. He does not look like. He's, he's got to have at least one suplex left in him somewhere. I bet he can choke up somebody out, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, First of all, Jerry Lynn was a surprise. Yeah. That was a surprise. That was a bit of a surprise. I, I, don't I you didn't think get it's it. It's more likely that they have a rematch with with Hook by then. That's what I would think. But here's so here's my theory on what, what they're doing with All In. Okay. I think what they're doing with All In is trying to go more casual fan, lapsed fan, mainstream. Okay. And then use that card to set up intrigue for the following week. So right. like BCC versus Eddie and Trio sets up Mox and Eddie. Um, and so jungle boy versus some ECW person comes in, right. you've got like someone like, Oh man, I remember Tommy dreamer or Rob Van Dam or and then somebody like that. He, he dominates them. Yeah. Brutalizes them. Right. Hook and comes, then Hook for comes the out yeah. for the save. And then you get the match the following week. Okay. So I think you're going to get some like big names that you'd be like, why is he AEW bringing in this person? But it's because they're, I think they're going to try to hit like every major, uh, you know, fan group of wrestling. Right. Give them one match. Here's some for the Japan crowd. Here's some for the AEW crowd. Here's some for the laps WWE fans. Here's some right. for the attitude era fans, the ECW folks. And, uh, yeah. And so I think like, I think I'll bring it. I don't, I can't think of a single good option for that match that, that would actually be really good. Cause no, I mean, Sabu the, couldn't, could hardly move. I, I'm going to be Sandman, really Tommy dreamer, bully Ray. I'm going to, if they sign bully Ray, I quit the show immediately, <laughs> immediately. The, 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 the sad fact is that there aren't that many ECW wrestlers left alive. Yeah. And I'm not joking. Like, no. Yeah. Lance Storm has a photo of him and 20 guys in ECW, <sighs> and he's the only one left alive. Yeah, I'd be a good person to do, though. Lance Storm wouldn't Lance be bad. Storm coming in. He can I'm, teach I'm a, him how to be a gentleman. That's right. Oh, my God. Just slapping him around. Yeah. And they can say Lance Storm of Storm Wrestling Academy. Yes. One of the greatest trainers in the business is going gonna, is gonna to teach Jungle Boy a thing or two. That's the move. Okay, that 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 I would be cool with. But like with, last time I saw like Rob Van Dam, I was like not thinking this guy needs to wrestle. Then you're right about Sabu. That's not something we need to we need to see. Oh, yeah, I got to give it to Taz. Not only did he did he live, and I'm being serious. Not only did he survive yeah. ECW, yeah, he has this entirely new career now. Yep. And he's got a, a really successful son who does not look like him, even 1%. <laughs> yeah. It's just like good for him. Like he's yeah. not many people he, survive those years. Yeah. He, he stayed in a fairly prominent role in the business the entire time. He's not yeah. one of those people who like went away and then would come back and do nostalgia pops and stuff like that. Like he always had a yeah. job. 
he always had something going, which means he's always he's always sober at work. He shows up on time, and that yeah. was the thing. There were so many the ex, the the extremeness, the extremities right. of <laughs> it was in the name. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> led guys to drugs and alcohol to handle the pain and that killed them mm-hmm. and he's clearly not that guy mm-hmm. good on taz and lance storm for making it okay let's speaking, move on here that, I'm, oh this, I mean, this is like the most tangents in a single topic ever but like did you see um paul Heyman on espn with Stephen a smith today i did it was pretty I did. fantastic Oh my God! They asked him if he was the greatest of all time, and he said, "That's right." Yes, and they're like, "What about Bobby Heenan?" Well, he's dead, so he doesn't (laughs) count. He's dead. (laughs) Unfortunately, unlike um, Mouth of the South, um, Jimmy Hart, Jimmy Hart, oh man, or Jim Cornette. Oh my God! I was all I used to be so mad, Kevin, that Jimmy Hart was the Mouth of the South when Jim Cornette existed. Yeah, I'm so worked up, man. I'd get so worked up. Um, oh my god. By the way, yesterday was the first time I have watched that show in years, years. Which show? And I'm um the one the the one that um, oh the ESPN Stephen A and versus yeah. whoever. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. So it's the basically I haven't had cable in in, in over a year. Yeah. And really, uh, almost almost three years I haven't had cable, and now I've got Hulu plus live TV mm-hmm. for one month until I switch to YouTube TV for football purposes next month. But I watched it yesterday, and they're like, they're talking about they're talking about some of the best football players of all time, these be- the best tackles, and then they're like, by the way, do you know who's going to be a guest tomorrow? And I'm expecting them to say. A football name they're mm-hmm. like roman reigns yeah like, what the <laughs> hell's happening right now and they talked to him about football and they talked to him about football there you go and i had no and i i guess i should have th- known that uh i should have known paul would be there yeah it was great i love that they that they had paul on there and they were yeah. completely kind of like they did a really good job of being like halfway in halfway out of character yeah because Stephen a smith could just like Paul, like, get the wise job. man a chair. Can you imagine Stephen A. and Paul, Paulie, going hundred percent after each other, just oh, going hard? Be that fantastic. I would give anything for that. I'd give anything. Yeah. Um. Which, by the way, that's the thing that's going to change. It's going to change how I do the boom because before I couldn't watch Wednesday live. I couldn't mm-hmm. watch anything live. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't have cable, and I could watch some places online, but they're mm-hmm. tough. Mm-hmm. But now I'll be able to watch uh, Dynamite live every Wednesday, regardless. So that'll be out of the way. And then on Sunday, I'll have plenty of time to watch watch Collision and probably watch Rampage as well and catch up with what's going on in G1 possibly as well. Um, oh, but just that one little difference being able to watch Dynamite live, yeah, that's going to change my excitement right, about the show. I'll be more prepared. Yeah, I've noticed that a lot. I've noticed that that came up in the Discord this week. That I've noticed that I'm pickier about the show when I watch it later than when I watch it live. Also, 
what I've realized is the way I associate with pro wrestling is the exact same as I associate with football or boxing. Yeah, I'm not that I am nowhere near as excited to watch it recorded. Nowhere near as excited. And it also takes me out of okay, let's say it's it's Sunday. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched Dynamite. I haven't watched Rampage. I haven't watched Collision. That means from Wednesday, I'm trying to stay out of groups because yeah. I don't want to get You're spoilers. A, right, right. And so then I'm not in the groups. I'm not having conversations. Yep. Um, I'm not learning things that other people have heard that I haven't because I've had to avoid the groups. And now I won't have to avoid the groups other than maybe Friday and Saturday. Yeah. And so... And, and I'm excited about that. Also, I don't have to watch on my computer because now I can DVR it on my big nice. screen TV. Which makes so it too. much, much better. But yeah, watching live changes everything for me. Yeah. All right. So next up, we have FTR versus either the Bucks, Aussie Open, or the Acclaimed. That is pure speculation on my part based on a promo that FTR did where they just mentioned those three teams by name. I don't think it's going to be the Bucks. I wish it was going to be the acclaimed, but I don't think it will be. Aussie Open would be pretty cool. Aussie Open would be pretty cool, and it would mean more at all in than it would anywhere else. Yes. I think that should be that should be the team. And Aussie Open will be on Dynamite this week. Uh to set, to set things up. Set things up and 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 make possible your theory of what could happen because they'll be on the show that Jericho is wrestling. Well, there you go. If we know they're going to be there, oh my god, that might have actually been a pretty decent theory. Yeah, but but I mean, Will Osprey and Takeshita, uh, that's the beginnings of a hell of a stable right there, yeah. along with Aussie <laughs> Open. That, that's a pretty good. Great. Good lord. Yeah. Okay. I'm wondering uh, if they're setting up Tony Storm versus Sheeta. Well, it I, seems like it seems like Sheeta's getting pushed because she's got the title match this week. Uh huh. I I would just hate beat, it if they just beat Tony on a TV match with like you know five days build. I would hate that, and so yeah. surely they won't do that. Perhaps they'll do um, a non finish. Yeah. Find a way to do a good one for a rematch. Yeah. Um, the thing is, I think if I was Tony Khan and I'm, and I'm clearly not, <laughs> um, the, the tie of Valkyrie match we got from Brit would have made me take her out of a title match. If I had her in it, that was not a good match from either woman. Mm-hmm. It was one of the worst. Listen, you want to talk about. I mean, Sky Blue was ten times the wrestler those two those two were oh, in that match, nice. and yeah, and the thing is, I don't. I wonder, is it both women need somebody good to compete against? Because I watched a lot of Ty Valkyrie in MLW, and she didn't have mm-hmm. bad matches. She yeah. didn't have anything happen like that. She's definitely someone when someone pushes her, she responds. Yeah. But and, and I, Brit, I think she, I think she sinks to the level of her opponent, and I think Brit, Brit is usually I don't know what Brit's not that. great, but she's not usually that bad. It looked like those two may have had a real 
argument or disagreement in the back and were determined to not give each other a good match. I'm not saying huh. it was sandbagging yeah. necessarily, mm-hmm. but it, it looked like it could have been. I feel like Brits just hasn't wrestled enough and she's losing. That's true. Like she's just losing her edge. She just not, she's just not super. I mean, she's never been, she's know, never stardom. been, she's never been a top level. Yeah. Yeah. No, or top 10 even, but, but like, she's been good. She's been, she's fine. been good. She's had very good matches. She's had some, a couple of great ones, a couple of legendary matches. Um, but I, as she kind of got backburnered or backburnered herself, however you want to see it, I, I think she just sort of fell out of practice and she's just not as snappy yeah. as she was. Like I was looking at a tape. I, I, I don't watch stardom, not by choice. It's just, I don't, it's not, easy. I don't have the margin to like get into it and learn yeah. who everyone is and all that stuff. So I'm just like, I kind of just wait, you know, someone mm-hmm. says like, Oh, you have to see this match of the year. Then I'll watch it. But yeah, there's a wrestler named Mariah may mm-hmm. who I think is a, either British or Australian who is like popping everybody's eyes out of like how good she is. And she just looks like the classic WWE, uh, you know, diva blonde, tall blonde, right. uh, super great shape. And she can go. And I was watching her do saw like a clip, you know, someone was posting like, you know, Hey, check out Mariah May. And she did a move that uh Brit does. She did the, um, Oh, what do you call it? The sling blade, that clothesline, that kind of two armed clothesline that Tanahashi does, that Brit does, where you like, you know, whip around behind them as you're doing the clothesline. And it looked about 50 times as effective as Brit's. Yeah. And it was all about like how fast she went into it and how she hit the mat and all that stuff. And it's like, Brit looks like she's rehearsing. I'm, I'm watching Mariah May right now. Yeah. And I expected this woman was going to be a four foot eight Japanese woman. Mm -mm. Oh yeah. She is a tall, like blonde um, American or European. Mm -hmm. I don't know how she's not signed to WWE or AEW right now. I'm blown away. Um, She got passed by WWE actually. That's insane. Yeah. That is insane. Um, by the way, I want to, I want to, I want to bring up one other match, um, as kind of a, I want to throw a bone to Britt Baker. Okay. Because her match with Ty Valkyrie. Now the match I'm about to bring up, I loved. There was a real bad couple minutes near the end. And that was the tag team battle Royal on rampage. And those terrible couple minutes were Brian Cage and the Butcher. Yeah. It yeah. looked just like Britt Baker. <laughs> there was no difference at all. No difference. Yeah. They are doing slow motion knees that aren't mm-hmm. touching. Yeah. They were trying so hard to work something out. And I really, and, and what sucked is I was loving where they were at that moment. I was loving Big Bill because they were giving us the big bill that I wanted. Mm-hmm. And then I was loving the butcher. They were giving us the butcher that I've been talking about for years. Mm-hmm. But the problem is the butcher isn't Stan Hansen. Because right. if that were Stan Hansen and oh. they get effed up a little, he will just he would just clothesline yeah. Brian Cage's head off his right. body. 
and yeah. it would have looked great yeah. because it was real and he just murdered Brian yeah. Cage. He would have been they would have had those ropes about to collapse of him yes. pushing him into the rope so far yes. and like pie facing him. Butcher, that's what I want out of you, man. Yeah. Be Stan Hansen. Have poor vision and just murder people. That's yes. all we're asking. Just swing at the blurry things. That's exactly right. Yeah. So okay, where were we? We were we well, were, we're on about the Tony Re- Storm match. That's right. Which is really sad because I think everyone wanted Tony Storm and Jamie Hader and Jamie Hader to make her big return. Yeah. But it sounds like her injury is pretty bad. Oh. And she's not coming back anytime so soon. So much. Yeah, I hate that for her. There's not any details, but apparently her back is pretty jacked up. And <sighs> um Hopefully she won't need surgery. I, I there's been nothing confirmed, but right. But the word is now that like don't expect Jamie Hader to be it all in, which really, really sad. I mean, because there were people who were like main event with her, yeah, and make a superstar. Well, you just you just killed my night, Kevin. Good lord, Sorry. so depressed now. So depressed. Okay, so I talked last week with the power bombshells about booking the women better it's difficult and i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna piss everybody off right now by saying it's hard to book the women better when all the best women keep getting grievously injured and the most popular women keep forgetting how to wrestle when that happens however you've got lots of other women who are really good you know you've got willow nightingale who's gotten so good You've gotten Sky Blue, who's gotten pretty good. You have lots of other women. And again, Tony Khan has to be more open to switching up the booking when you lose a Jamie Hayter. And when Britt Baker forgot, like, left her wrestling skill in her bags at the airport. You know, until she gets that skill back from her bags, till it's returned, do something with someone else. And you have plenty of people. You just need to do it. So it's a little bit the booking, but I think it's a lot of Tony Khan's inability to to change horses in midstream because the women are there. Mm -hmm. But it does suck for him that we keep we've lost Layla Hirsch, we've lost Thunder Rosa, we've lost Britt Baker's ability to wrestle, we've lost Jamie Hader. What's that? Jade Carter. Jade is on vacation. Yeah, may never come back. She might have just decided that was a fun career. <laughs> hey, remember that time, that couple of years that I was a pro wrestler and I went undefeated and they created a title for me and then I took one loss and ended it? I think she just took fun. John Moxley's vacation. She took his six <laughs> weeks and is yeah. just enjoying life in Barbados <laughs> or wherever. Um, by the way, we need to... Use Jade Cargill all we can until she signs with WWE in like 18 months, whenever her contract is up. Right. I don't know how I've been losing words at the end of sentences before her contract is up because I think they will give her, they will back a Brinks truck up to her house. Oh yeah. And And if they don't, they're insane. Yeah. Um, which, Man, I, I want to start talking about Messi. I want to talk about Messi's contract with everybody, but there's no reason to talk about Messi no. here. I, have a, I, I love your like, no. 
No, there's well, not. I, I, the only reason I say that is because I just listened to this podcast that had a story about Messi that I thought was really cool, and I'm just going <laughs> to tell a 10-minute story about Messi. <laughs> you know what? Maybe maybe we get through the rest. We can talk about maybe, maybe if we finish talking about minutes. all in. Um, We're still on the first segment out of like 12. <laughs> and we're only 45 minutes in. Come on now. Yeah. Um, so we don't know what's going to happen with Tony Storm. We hope it's going to be good. Yeah. Frankly, I really, I love Hikaru Shida. I hate that we yeah. only get like a month out of her per year, it seems like. Um, I hate that she's, when she, like, when she leaves, her plane ticket is just handed off to um, Rio. <laughs> Right. Until they're gonna like they're just yeah they just switching. revolving door yeah exactly but you never have both at the same time yeah okay so House of Black versus Los Ingernobles and you have another guess Bootsies. another guess but it's a good guess because the mask match right which both men apparently survived yeah um with Rouge versus um Buddy Matthews mm-hmm. my God. I had to struggle so hard to get Matthews out. I was wanting to say Buddy Wayne. I want to say a million different buddies. Buddy yeah. Hackett. Um, buddy Roosh versus Buddy Hackett right. would be amazing. Oh, it'd be a bloodbath, my friend. You don't even know the real Buddy Hackett. Bloodbath. That man had a straight razor on him 24-7. Strapped. Right. I have no idea. Um, that would be a good match, I think. Um, come on now. It'd be good. Yeah, it wouldn't be, be exciting, but I think it'd be good. It wouldn't be yeah. exciting to me, but it would be good. Yeah. Okay. You want to give the next name? Uh, this is just a guess that some people have thrown out there that Tony Khan may be talking about backing up the Brinks truck to get Goldberg. I think for the show you do that. I think for I the think... show, if you can get Goldberg and he's willing to job to somebody, you read it. You yeah. bring out Hobbs. You bring out Wardlow. Yeah, you bring out somebody like that, and you just have a hoss fight. Mm-hmm. I and, agree. You know, whether it's one of your big stars or somebody you want to make your next big star, I had a thought. Afford Goldberg for this show, yeah, and maybe one pre-show. Yeah, you do it. You, you do it for the superstar to here's get my crazy, people in the arena. Here's my crazy, uh, my crazy booking idea for that. Jim Ross, you do. <laughs> Rumors are he's going to try to be there. Uh, oh, Goldberg versus Luchasaurus for the TNT title at All In. Okay. Goldberg beats Luchasaurus. Okay. Darby Allen already has a guaranteed shot at the TNT title at All Out a week later. So a week later in Chicago, you do Darby Allen versus Goldberg. Oh, my God. And Darby beats Goldberg. You're the best booker I know. <laughs> you are the best booker I know. Period in the story. That's brilliant. I think that would I love be that. fun. I That'd be so good. If he were if he were if Goldberg didn't walk in and be like this guy, it could they could simply make it a cardio issue, and yeah. that he keeps spearing Darby, yeah. and Darby keeps kicking out until yeah. Goldberg is just worn <laughs> just out. Because and he then he just uh, and then he just does that last rights figure four <laughs> pin That's and like... wins. <laughs> I think oh the God. people in Chicago would go insane for Darby Allen versus Goldberg. I'm not saying Goldberg was was great at suplexes. I'm not saying that. Yeah. But with his size and body to this day, I would love to see a coffin drop to the outside, which he, where he is just grabbed 
and suplex <laughs> like 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 Goldberg's and Steiner brother. <coughs> right. I would. Oh my God, I want to see that. That's a great idea. It's a great use of him. Um, and a great way yeah, to just, bury Luchasaurus. Yeah, great, great way to bury Luchasaurus. One win, lone loss, and Goldberg's out. Just and the thing is, Goldberg is a legend. Yeah, he is. Whether you think he should be or not, he is. So I don't think it hurts Luchasaurus at all to lose to Goldberg. No, he's and crushing Gold- people in WWE every six months. And Goldberg being announced for an AEW show would get them a lot of mainstream media. It would be a attention. big deal. Yeah, yeah, I think might get talked about on on ESPN. Maybe, maybe <laughs> they they're clearly Stephen A. Stephen WWE A. WWE guys. Yeah, yeah. Stephen A. That talks <clears throat> about the number two company. No. Okay, let's see. What do you, let's see? What do they need? To, what do they need to get my money twice? Yeah. What do they need if they had two pay per views? Omega versus Takeshita, as good as it would be, mm-hmm. they're not getting 120 out of me for it. Okay. And honestly, even though I want Punk MJF, mm-hmm. I don't want to pay seen for it. it. I, I've seen it, and I don't want to support. I don't want to pay money to support CM Punk. Mm. But, by the way, he's been getting a lot of boos lately. Yeah. But that's the thing. People pay to boo him. Mm -hmm. He's Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. And Floyd Floyd Mayweather in Vegas is a very popular guy, just like Punk in Chicago. Yeah. Um, He's, he's, oh, my God. That's two good matches. That's two great matches. But still, 120 bucks. It's a, man, it's a lot. Like I've, I have so much vacation time saved up, Kevin, and I can't take it because I don't have the money saved to go on vacation. Like I've moved to a cheaper right. apartment. I'm not putting out 120 in one week, basically. Right. On pay per views, it's just right. irresponsible of me. Yeah. Right. I am, however, especially buying... after we lost that sweet, sweet blue wire money. That's right. Also, I have a ticket for. Right the 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 fuck now to be at Red Rocks. Oh no! Con- yeah, it was a lot of issues. Oh, no. I ended up not going. Yeah, two hundred and seventy dollar ticket. I bought insurance and missed the email saying the payment didn't go through. Uh. So I'm just sitting on the ticket. Uh, most people would not care about this concert at all. It's a band called Big Big Thief, who was one of the of best. That. One of the best bands in the last two years. Yeah, I I didn't even realize like I, they have a, a brand new they have an album came out last year that like got me through some of the worst pain of my life, and then I realized at the end of the year a lot of major outlets, Paste Magazine, New York yeah. Times, yeah, album of the year, and then I was looking for Boy Genius tickets when I found that, mm-hmm. and then I was like, who's the opener? And it's Lucinda Williams, oh, who's born no. same town as me. Yeah. Same hospital as me. Um, Grammy Award winner. Yeah. She's 70 years old. This might be one of her last tours. Yeah. Ugh. And I, and I and they had one ticket. Ugh. Seventh row, dead center. No. Seventh row, Rocks. dead center at Red Rocks. Six hours away. That's awful. And you know what? That's what that's how you know I care about you people. Because I passed it up only <laughs> to do this podcast. That's right. That's the only reason. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just sitting here groaning about 200 because I'm like, I could have yeah. bought 
dozens of pay-per-views for $250. Right. Dozens. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't want to talk about the how much I'm paying for some Warhammer toys right now. <laughs> yeah. Nobody <laughs> needs to talk about show. that. Whole other yeah, show. whole other show right there. Okay. Poor Dante Martin. Yeah. Poor Dante. He's on the, you say he's on the mend? That's the latest. Doing, he's doing, doing well. well. It's the first update we've gotten. He might be back sooner than than thought, which is good considering the, how horrific that injury was. Yeah. And who did he lose know. Sky Blue to again? Uh, uh, what's his name from uh, Kyle Fletcher from uh, Aussie Open? Oh wow. Yeah, that's that's a tough one because even if you want to, let's say this happens in yeah. WWE. Yeah. And Vince is going to fire you unless you go attack your opponent. Right. Dante's not the biggest guy. No. <laughs> I think Kyle could take him. That's Kyle a, probably could, even with that haircut. Even with that haircut. That's the hardest part to I me. Just, I'm like, yeah, I broke my leg and I lost my girl. <laughs> but, man, I lost to the dude with that haircut. Kevin, That's I the just hardest part. blew out every ear <laughs> listening to the show. <laughs> The levels that my microphone <laughs> went to. <laughs> That's my favorite part of this show ever. Even with that haircut. Oh, man. Um, so uh, do you have an idea for his return? I had an idea for his you, return. You've got this so, listed. All right. Uh, just pitching it. Uh, Darius has been teaming with uh, Action Andretti. Yeah. So I think it'd making be cool. headlines. I think it'd be cool if, yeah, if they started really clicking as a team. Because yeah. one thing, Dar- one thing Dante did, he didn't. He became a singles guy when right. his brother was injured. Yeah, and he did his own. And as soon as his brother came back, they reformed the tag team. So he gave up his singles career that was going right. well. He gave up a singles career that was going really well. And uh, so let's say Darius and Action Andretti start getting some wins, maybe win the Ring of Honor titles or something like that. And uh, they're just like a hot tag team. I love this. You're and then Dante comes back and he's like, yeah, no, I think I, I think I got my partner here. And I, and Andretti starts like feuding with them basically. Cause and- Andretti's like the guy who stole his brother. Yeah. I love that. The brother doesn't go along with him. Yeah. I love that choose. so much. You know, maybe they do some is- trios matches, but Andretti and Dante don't get along. This brings back memories of two wrestlers who turned down the NWA World Championship because they didn't want to leave their tag partner behind. Ricky Morton and Scott Steiner. Both right. of them said no. Scott. Yeah. Said no. They don't want to leave their partner behind. Yeah. That is dedication. Scott got his, though. Yeah, he did. He, he got it eventually. <laughs> I don't recognize that Scott Steiner. Yeah, that's a different. That may as well be a different person. That's a man named Big Papa Pump who is clearly not even genetically related to Scott Steiner. Um, yeah, let's all see. of his genes have been replaced. <laughs> uh, they obviously had been replaced. Yeah. That man grew like, it looked like <laughs> Bruce Banner turning the Incredible Hulk. It was like the Men in Black thing, where there was like original Scott Steiner inside the Scott Steiner yeah. suit. He's like tiny and driving it with controls. Yeah. It's so weird <laughs> being being elderly now. When I say my favorite wrestler was Scott Steiner, mm-hmm. people think I'm talking about the guy with the yeah. metal mesh hanging over his head. No, no. that no the guy not... with the longest mullet in the world and yes. the zebra striped singlet. Oh my god! 
the sing- the, they had the most ridiculous colorful singlets yeah. of all time. <laughs> and he was to this day he might be my favorite wrestler. He had yeah, a that's better Scott move. Steiner. Yeah. He had a better move set in 1991 yeah. than most wrestlers have in 2023. Yeah. That's saying something cuz most of the moves used today weren't even invented then. Right. There was a match I remember like 1991 I want to say. That was Scott Steiner against Ricky Steamboat. Oh and my I about god! Lost my mind because Ricky Steamboat was my all-time, still, yeah. probably my second favorite wrestler of all time. What a what a day to announce that! Yeah, yeah. Time. Um, that I'm surprised we don't have tilt a whirl like tilt a whirl suplexes, tilt a whirl backbreakers. I haven't seen one of those maybe since he did it. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's kind of a lucha thing. Maybe it's they, kind of a lucha thing. My it's God, not the same though. When you're not two hundred sixty no. pounds, exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know what? We that's what we need Big Bill to be doing. Right, tilt to whirl everything's. All right, next up is Eddie Kingston. You've got a G one update. Yeah, none of and these. I, have, am, I haven't been able to watch much. I haven't seen no. any of the matches, so this is uh, just. I am so proud yeah. of my man's. Yeah, looking at him right now in his Rebeers, his Rebear jacket. That's that photo. The look on his face as he is wearing <laughs> this Rebear jacket that was just gifted to him at the Rebear Steakhouse. Oh like he looks so proud. If I went to Japan right now, yeah, at any point in my life, really, like my whole thought process on what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to Rebear Steakhouse. Mm-hmm. After that, not a clue. No yeah. clue. I know I want to go maybe Corquin. To like a Seven Eleven and right. just look around because yeah. there's a guy on YouTube who does that and has a great time. <laughs> and um, maybe go to Kyoto because Phoebe Bridgers went there. Outside of that, I got nothing. Yeah. Like it would all be built around a bear steakhouse. Yeah, it would. If I, <laughs> I just my wife go. There. I yeah. just go. I've always to told my wife like someday we're going to Japan. And she's like, oh, great. They have like these beautiful countrysides and stuff. I'm like, no, yeah. it's. Ribera Steakhouse, that crazy uh, bookstore uh-huh. that Dave Meltzer always talks about that has like all like the Terry Funk record albums and stuff. Oh my god! And then we're gonna go see some show in like Corquin Hall, the dingiest. I would, I would you know. go to Corquin Hall, and it would be closed, and I would just sit down. Yeah. I'd be <laughs> yeah. like, at I some go, point, right. it's gonna open, and there will be wrestling. Right? They do thirteen shows a week, and I'd be there on the one day that they're shut down. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> and he looks he looks like he feels like he belongs he's a man fulfilled yes a man exactly at peace. he's fulfilled yeah. by the stake he's fulfilled by the jacket yes the whole thing and i'm so happy that he's in this g1 i want to go back and watch every match yeah i am you, gonna you, try to catch up you have the results here he's beat aaron honare mikey yeah. nichols who apparently yeah. is, a, is a person yeah. <laughs> um, who let's say I've heard of, yep. and then Shingo Takagi, who's a big deal. Big, that's big, a big win. Deal. Yeah, I've got lost to Ishii, lost to Evil. Yep. Um, he's he's kind of in the middle of the pack right now. You've got a couple of yeah. guys. You got one guy I believe who's undefeated, one with one win. Well, hold on, I've got this on my phone. I actually yeah. just took a photo of this. There's two guys tied. David Finley, Evil are tied. Yeah, and I think they have eight points, and he has six points. 
So it's two two points for a win. So if they both lose right. and he wins, then he'll catch up. Yep. Finley's four and one, eight points. Evil's four and one, eight points. Tomatong is three, one and one with seven points. Mm-hmm. Eddie has six. I believe there's right. one match left. So there's two matches left. Okay. And he's and he's facing the two leaders, Finley and Evil. He's already lost to Evil. He's so he's facing Finley. Oh, you're right. You're right. He's facing Finley and Tomatonga. I think he beats uh, Tomatonga yeah, right. and loses to Finley. Mm. And then, but would that put him in set? Evil would have to lose his next two matches. Yeah, Evil. Let me look because I've got so the, he can I've got the bracket here. He can Let's make see. it. Evil is facing. Well, <laughs> Evil might go one and one. Evil's facing Mikey Nichols and okay. uh, Shingo Takagi. Okay, so he could lose to Takagi and and, and beat Nick. I would be shocked if he if he lost to Nichols. So he would uh, have ten points. Yeah, with so a win. He had 10. Eddie could Eddie would have to win out. And he he'd can. have to he'd have to he's Tomatonga's next and David Finley's on the last night. Okay. So if he does have a dramatic win, that's gonna be it. Yeah, it's gonna be David Finley. Is gonna have to lose. Which would be amazing if they did that. Oh my god. Okay. Well, Ed Kingston has hope. He can make the second round. Yes. Really hope he does. He had a great, I would recommend going on like YouTube or X uh, to uh, look up his uh, backstage promos. Uh-huh. His last one okay. that he did. Okay. Over uh, after the last match that he won against Nichols. Right. Was just the best, like just Eddie Kingston bearing his soul. And he had this phrase. I can't remember what he said. He said, I live behind my eyes. And I have no Ooh. idea what that means, but it's awesome. <laughs> so look at me. I live behind my eyes. I wonder where he got that. I don't know, but I'm like, that's some. Yes. As Samuel Jackson in, uh, <laughs> in, uh, in Pulp Fiction would say, that's just some cold blow shit I say. That's exactly right. It's kind of, it doesn't mean anything. It just... <laughs> okay. Let's see. Um, by the way, um, I believe there is a uh, fight game media. Yes. G- no, uh, is it post wrestling G one prediction contest? Yeah, post wrestling runs the G one prediction yeah. contest every year. And I fight mean, game I, media has okay. Jeremy and I are the only two people we know of from the fight game media group or Discord that are in there. And Jeremy is currently on top and has been on top since like day two. Out of how many people? Probably about one hundred eighty. You see, you can always trust us. <laughs> get the best of the business for you. That's right. Talk New Japan. Jeremy Finestone is clearly the best in the business. Out of at least 100 hardcores, yeah. he's the hardest of the core. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Just crushing these these nobodies out there. Hey, and these, I'm in like 19th place. Assholes like Kevin Ely yeah. out here, 19th. That's pretty dang good. Nice work. Nice job. I'm in the top 10%. That's, I'm proud Yeah, you that. are. Okay. Yeah, he's holding the lead. And we've so got we'll see. We, we've still got like a month left, right? No, uh, ends the 16th, maybe about two weeks left. Yeah, I think about two weeks left. Okay, all right. Heels on Stars is back for season two. Yeah, um, Did you I have watch not the show before I watched, watched every, every episode of the first season. It was a very, it was a good show. I didn't quite think it was an A level show. No, but, it's not, but B, a B, strong B. B. B minus maybe. Yeah, they're trying. B, B minus. 
Um, but it is enough to keep me going. I don't have stars at the moment, but uh, I'm going to find a way to watch this for sure. I'll probably end up getting started in a couple weeks, and then we can uh, then we can talk about it if you're still watching as well. Yeah, I haven't started the new season yet, but I was I'm I'm going to try to try to catch up on that. It's a it's no. a it's a it's a fairly entertaining show. One of a, the better wrestling pro wrestling fan. television shows ever made. I think that's yeah. fair to say. Um, it is <laughs> definitely better than have... the Lyle Alzado show from the 1980s. <laughs> it would be a way better show if they just pretended it was 1985. Yes. Most of my problems with the show. Yeah. It is it about it's about a 1985 wrestling promotion right. in 2023. Yes. Which yeah. w- does not exist anywhere in America right now. Right. What they're showing you. Right. And I'm wondering if it just last minute they determined it was cheaper to set it yeah, in 2023. Yeah, have to do all the period stuff, period card. I think that's, that's got to be what it expense. was. Yeah. And my God, it would be so good if yeah. people are if running like the roads. Set in like 1982. Like, yeah. Running the roads in some old shitty pickup truck. Yeah. With 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 tape with just uh, with tapes flying around on the dashboard. Yep. That's what the show should be. Yeah. Um, all well, right. We got Cody, that uh, Von Eric movie coming up at the end of the year. Did you see that photo? My God, they look good. Yeah. They look good. Like, I didn't. Yeah. I'm blown away. It's, it's I am not blown even just away the look, but like Efron. the pose, the, the, like, the white picket fence, the, 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 the two tight football shirt. Yeah. Literally, yeah. the veins in the arms yeah. looks like a Von, the Von Erich veins saying, in the arms. I think they were doing some method training, let's say. That's okay. Say. That's they're doing. They're saying their prayers. Yeah. Um, they might be in contention for the for the youngest men on earth. That's true. That that That's that true. they they have the youngest, most vascular cast in Hollywood at the yeah. moment. I'm Speaking excited of, about this. A couple they, friends worked on the movie. Okay, oh, I'm excited. Yeah, they've got to get. Uh, by the way, they've got to get uh, the Outrunners on heels. Can you? They've got to be on heels. They have to be. Oh, I hope they know. I hope they know. That's listen. All I care about in the world are the Outrunners. That's it. <laughs> that is it. I know. All Why I are care. they not all in? I want them to drive to the ring on sea dews i don't know how you do that drive to wembley on yeah drive they to need, wembley they need to have a video where they're at their gym home gym in like north carolina or wherever they are training and they're like the journey to all in begins now and they hop on the sea dews in north carolina and then we cut to them in the ocean like fighting sharks and then at all in it, their entrance is they emerge from the river Thames, just <laughs> glistening with the London river water and, and stride to the ring. As they emerge from the river Thames. Yes. I want the emerge. I want them to emerge from a Thames filled with the bodies of everyone in Kaiju big battle. <laughs> Every one of them. Also, this is shockingly similar to something that once happened on survivor oh i believe it was survivor season two finale it was like the height of survivor i don't know if you remember 
Survivor Season 2 debuted with 64 million viewers. Yeah, insane. Insane. And (laughs) the thing is, they have the finale on Survivor every year, Mm -hmm. especially early on. They would have the finale where they're like the the two finalists would plead for votes right. and they'd get voted on on the island. Right. And then Jeff Probst would be like, okay, now I'm coming back to America for the yes. live. <laughs> yes. And uh-huh. one year he wrote a sea do yeah. from Fiji mm-hmm. to New York City. Yep. And as far as I remember, that motherfucker slid right on right, right into like David Letterman's theater. Yeah, the the Ed Sullivan Theater. Mm-hmm. That <laughs> and Bro, I was so angry. It was so bad. It, it was so bad. But, but Jeff Probst pulls it off, man. Listen, I to me, Jeff Probst is an outrunner. He he fits in <laughs> so well with them. He's always trying to be. He's always trying to look younger. He's mm-hmm. always trying to look more vascular. Yeah, he's stuck in like this weird eighties nineties place. Yeah. He's an honorary outrunner. Yeah. Okay. So my God, we just did 30 minutes on the outrunners <laughs> and I don't even know where, where we were. We were on the talk Cody, Cody Rhodes. Rhodes documentary. I just, I just realized I've been seeing stuff about it today. been seeing quotes from it. I just realized it's on Peacock. I'm going to watch it to probably tomorrow. I uh, took off work tomorrow. So uh, I'm going to include that in my very tightly packed schedule schedule. Schedule, yes, I, have, um, I yeah, I I haven't seen it yet either. I've just seen the clips that everyone's talking about. One of them I saw was uh, what's his favorite thing AEW has done since he left, and he said he's like the young guys, MJF being champion, Ricky Starks, uh, you know, competing with mm-hmm. CM Punk, all his buddies, uh, get, yeah, all his buddies, all his buddies are doing well, um, and then of course that he left over personal whatever. Here's mm-hmm. the thing, though. Here's the thing. I was v- – Cody Rhodes is a big part of why I I got into AEW. Mm-hmm. He had this big feud with old boy from NWA whose name escapes me. Nick Aldis. Nick Aldis. Um, and I was there for – I was there for their big, big final fight match in that feud. Mm-hmm. I was following – I was following um, the Young Bucks in New Japan – and he comes to AEW, and I'm all in. Literally, I'm all in yeah. on all of it. Yeah. And then when he left for WWE, I realized, oh, Cody's full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, God love him. He is yeah. the biggest worker. That was some of the first worked. conversations we had on this show. Where, yeah. Where, where how full of crap is Cody Rhodes? Yeah. Like, he went back on everything he ever said. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. And so, am I going to watch it? Yeah. Am I going to believe a single thing he says? No. Not even remotely. No. If this man tells me he had a bagel and cream cheese for breakfast, I'm going to know that motherfucker <laughs> what had, a worker. Had, had Rice Krispies. What a worker. Yeah. I will. Let's yeah. be honest. He Especially if he gets a, choked up. Good Lord. Had a, worked up over this. Had a, he lose, starts to have a single tear while he talks about the <laughs> everything bagel. <laughs> he could he absolutely could and he would when he like had a chili dog for breakfast right um, and that chili I, dog solved racism that's exactly right as only a chili dog could as only a chili honestly dog could. 
Yeah. All right. Let's see. Uh, so am I watching it? Yeah. Am I super excited about it? Nah. Just no. to me, that's just another WWE production. Just part of the story. Yeah. Filled with so many picograms of bullshit. Yep. Only thing you can fit more picos in is a prime John Jones. Um, pop it up. Come on now. Um, all right. Let's see. Now it's time for the return. No, it's not. No, it's not. Well, it's kind of all one thing. We got collision ratings to talk about. Yeah. The first like two or three things on the index are all collision related. So, all right. So this was clearly a really good week for uh collision since it did, uh, the biggest rating since this debut episode, 719,000. I assumed at this point it would be down in the 400,000 range. I believe it might have yeah, been. It was. It was. It at was. One point, yeah. But listen, when you when you build up a when you build up a storyline, yeah, the storyline of Adam Cole mm-hmm. and MJF, and it's the only thing anybody cares about. Yeah. And you put the match, which may be the culmination, the end of this story, yeah. on Rampage, on co- yeah. Collision, on New right. Rampage, uh, people are going to tune in. Yeah, and they did. And they freaking did. It was 837000 for that match. Oh, wow. And that was the last match of the show, right? Yeah. It yeah. Was a point, and it was a, it was a point three three in the 18 to 49. Good Lord. So it was a hit. So that team ain't breaking up. And it was it was a great match. It was so it fun. was a really good match. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually the that's what I first thing we put on the heat index was bros over foes. So I was looking I was looking at your notes earlier. Yeah. And I caught that. But I was looking for something else. Yeah. And then I spent so long, Kevin, looking. And and wondering if I actually saw the phrase "bros over over foes" for like ten minutes, I was looking for it to see if it was real or if I was losing my mind. I was proud of that one. I hope you didn't hear me just yelling at that puppet up. No, no. Well, you can yell at her now. Um. So also shocked, shocked that Dax pinned MJF. Yes. Um. The big conversation out there this week was should Max and Adam have won? Mm-hmm. What do you think? I think if they I, I I think you could have gone either way. I think if they had gone ahead and done it, it would have been great, not just because their next title defense would be Big Bill, a rematch against Big Bill and Brian Cage. <laughs> yeah. That would have been super fun. Um I think you totally could have. I can see why they didn't because they've already got the world title yeah. tied up with this thing, and why tie, tie up the tag titles? Uh, exactly. But I, but I also think like the, what they did with it, where the ending, where MJF number one takes the pin from Dax Harwood, like the last finish you would expect to happen, other than maybe Dax laying down for Max. Uh, and then and then <laughs> this, and, for Max. yeah, and then the story being that MJF it feels bad that he lost because well, I, it's significant. Like there's it, only been one person in AEW besides Dax Harwood who has pinned MJF in AEW Wardlow. These, these are notes that you have. You have these in our notes for the show. Yeah. 
And these are things that should have been said yes. by the commentators because Max acted like he'd only – this was his yes. first loss in 14 months. Right. But there was no one telling you that. Right. That that's why it was so devastating because Max does not lose. He has right. a couple of losses in four years. He's lost – I think four matches in four years, unless you add on the uh, Captain Sean Dean, you know, couple of freak things where he yeah. got counted out and DQ'd. But like yeah. real losses and real, he's only been pinned once. He yep. submitted twice. Okay. He lost a, well, he lost the dog collar match, which I guess was a pinfall too. In four years. Yeah. Four major losses to Jericho, so is... Punk, Moxley, and Wardlow. Wow. Like now, that's a top guy, Dax Harwood, and now Dax Harwood has a pin over him, and and they He's barely were like he has pinned guy. the world champ. Yeah, they should have made a bigger deal of that. They should yeah. have made a bigger deal. Max doesn't lose this weekend's collision. Those needs should to be, have been notes yeah. handed, yes, handed to them by Tony Khan and saying, yeah. "Hit this like a month, right. like a mother effort." Okay, yeah. yeah. When when this match is over. Not telling you who's winning. Yep. Hit these notes hard. And Dax Harwood needs a world title shot on collision. Yes. It'd be amazing because it's, again, it's kind of like those old days when you had mm-hmm. Scott Steiner and Ricky Morton challenging yeah. for the titles the and Road not Warrior getting... Hawk. Yes. Those are, those are, there's so many people like me and you who love tag team wrestling as much or more than singles. Yes. We always loved it when a great tag guy, when you learn, oh, they could be a world champion. Right. But they Bobby love Eaton tag could teams. beat Ric Flair. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And my God, now I'm thinking about when Arn Anderson was tag teaming with, with, Bob, with Bobby Eaton and how I didn't appreciate it at the time. Yeah, that was a great team. Oh, my God. So – and they didn't hit that. And that's a real sh- as great as everything was. Yeah, this could have been and should have been a bigger deal yeah. if they would have just hit those notes. But they clearly not only weren't told to say those things, mm-hmm. they didn't know those things because they haven't been here. Mm-hmm. So it's not on them for not knowing. That's a good. Point. It's on Tony for not telling. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like they, they need to be. It's one of those cases where they screw themselves by not producing more. Yes. Like the thing that we like about it is that they're not as produced, but like you I need fully, to have those points. Like Kevin Kelly would have done that. Yes. I have no problem with them like not telling him who's gonna win. Yeah. Hand him a red envelope, a bright red right. envelope, and it says <laughs> when the open, bell rings. <laughs> yeah. Open at the close. Yeah. Like when this match is over, open this envelope. Yeah. And all the whole page just Max's fourth loss ever right. or whatever. First yeah. loss in 14 months. Right. Dax Harwood just beat the world heavyweight champion. Yep. Oh my God. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Okay. What else have we not talked about on this topic? Well, the promos on dynamite where, mm-hmm. uh, Max eviscerated Dax Harwood <laughs> of, and even did the thing where he made fun of Dax, like tapping himself on the head before he talks. Yeah. Like he's trying to knock the idea out of his head and he's like, my <laughs> wife, my daughter, my wife. Those two are so good. Yeah. It was so good. 
I mean, that was a Bat Max promo, but just those two guys are so good together. They really, but are. it has to and go somewhere. It does have to go somewhere. It's holding up the title. I, it is. I, I wonder. I'm. I've never thought this until now. As many people thought it in the past. I'm wondering if they really are gonna turn uh, MJF babyface and have Adam Cole, because like Adam Cole has not been what everyone thought he would be when he came in, right? No. Adam Cole's been the champion of every territory he's ever been to, um, other than main roster WWE, where he was only there yeah. you know, a couple of times. Well, I believe he literally asked not to be put on the main roster. Yeah, right. He, he, he asked to stay yeah. on NXT. And, <laughs> you know, so everyone's like, oh, he's a future AEW champion. But, like, he just hasn't been at that level, really. Yet he came back as a baby face. Everyone thought, oh, the reality show, the baby, you know, the injury, he will, you know, for sure be the biggest person that ever, you know, the, everyone will love him. And it just didn't play out. And then it took this MGF thing happened, to get him over. It took MGF to get him over. But what if, and I've always said, you can't turn MJF baby face because there's not a strong enough villain to. Like he would just eat up any villain. Are you saying that perhaps Adam Cole goes heel and MJF goes babyface? Yes. As and in Adam Cole takes together. the title and is the heel champion that MJF is chasing. Now that leaves Punk out. That's a great idea. But let Punk be his own champion for a while. Let's be honest. We've long since given up on AEW's belt system making any sense <laughs> and from the beginning i thought this is what was going to happen and that belt was simply going to be the de facto collision championship yeah and i think that's what punk wants it to be um and they might not unify those for a year Ugh. or more uh, yeah i don't like that i mean now we're we are full-on pretending that the ft ftw championship is a real title. Which is funny because that's basically what Punk is doing. Like, Punk yeah. is basically doing the They're exact thing that Taz did when he first introduced the FTW title. Yeah. Because it was basically him saying, I'm the real world champ. Mm -hmm. The FTW was F the world champion. Yeah. And that's basically what CM Punk's doing. I have to wonder if WWE forgot to like re-up their trademark on the real world champion oh for yeah, cm punk to have said it so many times right and, and they even the... referred they yeah, referred the... to the fact that he took that from mm -hmm. someone else that someone else being rick flair right and the the graphic for the match next week against sammy guevara said the match is for the real world champion and it was not in quotes that means WWE made a mistake. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wonder That's if Tony Khan doesn't have like a couple of lawyers whose only job is to wake up in the morning and see if WWE let any trademarks slip. <laughs> and buy anything right down the they That's right. That's right. Okay. What is next? Uh, well, the real world champion CM Punk. That's right. All he did was a promo, but man. He gets you talking. That I'm a collision guy shirt is going to sell very well. Yes. 
it's funny how he's single-handedly trying to wage a war between the shows and like you know between uh his show and uh the young bucks show right. that's what he how he sees it yeah and it's funny because it's like i don't i don't know how much other people want to play along did you see the post show thing after dynamite no um mjf and cole and ftr stayed in the ring after dynamite and MJF just cut a total babyface speech to the crowd, kind uh-huh. of in character, kind of out, uh-huh. basically saying like, hey, you know, we, when we were the pinnacle, I did not appreciate you guys. You guys are the best tag team in the world. Um, and, you know, just putting over FTR in the ring. Yeah. And then uh, or then brought in pizza. Had a guy come had a guy come down from the back, bringing down pizza. And they toasted, and uh, Dax, of course, had someone bring down his tequila. Mm-hmm. And they toasted tequila and ate pizza in the ring. And then MJF went around the um, front row and handed out pizza slices to all the fans in the front row. Oh, wow. And uh, But in That's... that little speech, MJF said, I'm not going to go. He's like, I'm not going to go for this collision versus boomers or dynamite you know whatever versus colliders whatever it is yeah oh my god like we're aew we're all aew and then he's like at least until 2024 but we'll talk about that later (laughs) and and was like totally downplaying the rivalry thing that's cool that was interesting i like that um where was my brain just now he he took me on a little ride what were he saying sorry no worries. We're talking um, about the collision guy, the collision guy shirts and yeah. the, him single-handedly doing that made an obscure reference to always making his towns. Yeah. Yeah. He show did up for the people in the building. There's somebody, somebody on the roster he's mad at. There clearly is. Who would that be? Well, Malachi black's been missing his shows a lot. I don't know if he's been missing shows or just not yeah. on shows. Yeah. But I wouldn't say I've been missing it, Bob. <laughs> Um, yeah. What if it's Thunder Rosa? <laughs> he's oh, that would be hilarious. Thunder Rosa. Buried, poor Thunder Rosa just can't get a break. Oh my God. He's talking about sandbag, dropping sandbags next yeah. week. <sighs> Maybe it is Malachi. Maybe he has another mental health, taking some mental health days. That's the only thing I can think of because. Yeah. It's everybody really else who's a collision. Matthew's carrying it. Yeah. Everybody else who's been on collision has like been there like every week. So. Yeah, except for one person, yeah. and I'm very upset. Danhausen. Oh, I know. Yeah, Danhausen is a is a a Pepsi Man guy. He is, and he's not been on one episode. He yeah. hasn't been anywhere. I'm only I only see him popping up on YouTube. Yeah, and he has a special new limited edition figure coming out and all this, but he's not he's not on TV. And the thing is. There is no reason for Danhausen not to be on TV. Nobody cares right. if he wrestles. Right. Right. Just have him come out and be creepy, be spooky. Yeah. yeah. That's it. I mean, Pee Wee Herman just died. Now's the time to have people come out and be creepy. <laughs> right. You know? Now's yes. the time. He's very much in the tradition of Pee Wee Herman. He really is. And he does the dance. Yes. He does, he does the, the tequila, tequila dance. dance. He should. Maybe he'll oh. do it this week. Maybe he'll do it this week. Yeah, this would be the week to do it, is have him come yeah. out with the tequila dance. But I'm really confused that he's nowhere to be seen. 
Yeah. He is, he sells, listen, they are a t-shirt company. He sells a lot of t-shirts. That's right. And I really well, need a damn house and mask for Halloween. Apparently, uh, Punk's trying to get him out of uh, Pro Wrestling Tees as their vendor, though. Wait, he's Maybe. he works for... Wait, Appar- what? So, Dan Housen works for no, Pro Wrestling no, no, Tees? No, 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 well, no. But he does all the shirts through Pro Wrestling Tees. That's right. And Pro Wrestling Tees, of course, is a business partially founded by by Colt, by Colt Cabana. Which is part of that by, line that Punk said at the press conference when he said there's two people who have made the most money off of CM Punk's name, Vince McMahon and Scott uh whatever his yeah. name is. Colt Cabana. Like CM Punk's such Goldman. a piece of shit, man. Good <laughs> lord. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Trying to <laughs> Pro Wrestling Tees changed the business for amateur wrestlers yeah he helped keep food on people's table uh-huh. when there, when when there was people weren't putting food on their table how much money has he tees, made i would love to know wrestling tees. i hope he owns like a, a skyscraper and he's looking right. down on cm punk lighting cigars with hundred dollar bills thousand <laughs> dollar bills yes oh my god just that throwing rolled so up funny. best in the world shirts on the fire. Yeah. But I believe because of the way Pro Wrestling Tees is set up, I mean, I am a, I sell my shirts through Pro Wrestling Tees. Right. I own one. backslash. That's right. I forgot that you own one. Oh, man. I'm I'm a dummy. I was going to wear my hook, my hook. Um, oh, the beanie hook beanie. To, yeah. I, I, like I'm still in the process of unpacking because of my back injury. Like right. I can kind of do like one thing a day. Mm-hmm. And I and I found my beanie. I didn't know I had it at the old. I couldn't find it at the old house. I found it here. Nice. Um. So I'll be wearing it very very soon. But like I I've heard and I could be wrong. Please like Garrett or somebody tell me if I'm wrong. That the wrestlers in AEW keep a hundred percent of what they bring in. As in clearly a pro wrestling like for me, mm-hmm. I sell shirts on pro for nineteen dollars and ninety nine cents. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to be over twenty dollars. And so I get $6 a shirt is what I get. Mm-hmm. They get 12 I get 6 But of that money, let's say it's the same for AEW. We know it's not. We know mm-hmm. it's probably closer closer to like 10 and 10 mm-hmm. I've heard the wrestlers keep the whole thing. Like AEW doesn't take their money unless it's, it's like an AEW-specific shirt. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And here it's a really good deal for yeah. the wrestlers, where in yeah. WWE they might get – two dollars a shirt or something right, like that right they got to sell a lot of shirts to make that money yeah exactly at aw they have to sell fewer shirts um my god man that pissed me off that got me heated <laughs> got you fired up. Hot. oh my god t-shirts just yeah to talk yeah. about that t-shirt money man keeps food on my table <laughs> <laughs> like every you got every, six dollars of my money Every three months, I'll be like, "You have twelve dollars." I'm like, "Oh shit, <laughs> I'm I'm hitting some. I'm hitting the fast food place tonight. <laughs> heading to heading to Canes. Um, let's see. Uh, head to Canes. Heading to Canes. Listen, we listen. A lot of Canes in this house. We have to talk briefly about Canes. Okay. First of all, always support Canes. It's a Louisiana company. Friend of mine from high school. Uh open like the third ever Canes. He was the oh, first nice. yeah. franchisee. Apparently there's no, there's been no, there's a Canes in Santa Fe, none in Albuquerque. Oh, really? 
Yeah. So Albuquerque Canes opened like four months ago. It is in front of a shop, a large shopping center Mm -hmm. until last month for the first three months to buy food from that Canes in the drive-thru. You had to go behind the shopping center. Mm -hmm. That's where the line line ended. The line went all the way around the shopping center. Mm -hmm. The line was at any given time between between one and two and a half miles long. Yeah. It was at least an hour and a half wait. Wow. Sometimes three hours. Um, it's like Canes has doubled in price. The food has shrunk by 50%. <laughs> Still like you're going to yeah. like, it's a night out to wait in line at Canes and get your food, but they just opened a second one. So everything's kind of cut in half. Um, wow. yeah. So all my money goes to Canes. Well, I've eaten there once. I think I'm um, eat there tomorrow. That's a good call. That's a good call. It's so delicious. Do you know yes. how Canes was founded? Uh, Do you know how? I have read. I have sat inside the restaurant, like read, you read the, the stories story. on the wall, but I don't remember it. Yeah. Guy graduated from LSU, wanted to start a chicken company, didn't have the money. Basically, went and did Deadliest Catch for a year, not the TV show. Yeah. But he worked one fishing season in, yeah. where people die. Made $85,000, named it after his dog. The rest is history. Yeah. I remember the part about a name around the dog. It's basically like the opposite of John Wick. Really feel good story. (laughs) I mean, also another feel good story, but you're feeling good for different reasons involving a dog. I love it. Raising Canes is the, basically the opposite of John Wick. That's right. Oh man. We are, we we are running so, so late, but Hey, it's our last free show. That's exactly right. Let's let's give them double the content. Yeah. Right. All right. What's your next? What is your next uh, entry on the heat index? Well, uh, there's one more punk thing. Ricky Steamboat's going to be on TV. I love opposite. Number one, they're going opposite SummerSlam. They're going opposite SummerSlam. Holy shit. And they're bringing in my second favorite wrestler of all time, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, to be a referee. So in the moment. I love Ricky Steamboat. He's probably like something like that for me, like second or third favorite. And it wasn't off charisma. He was never, I don't think that charismatic. It was because he was like one of the greatest wrestlers in the world. Basically, let me say this. The year is 1988. The only thing that matters in the world is the Batman movies about to come out. I believe the first couple months in 89. Yeah, in June. I have, I have, what's that? Yes. June. I was yes. working in a movie theater that year. I have, I have a, a, a long play VHS sitting in my tape player 24 uh-huh. seven. So I could rapidly hit play when every TV show in the world talked about the Batman movie. Uh-huh. As in entertainment tonight, Batman, right. everybody, people, like whatever, Batman. I was offended as excited as I was for it, I was offended when they announced who was going to play Batman when the perfect man already existed. <laughs> Batman already existed. His name was Ricky the Dragon yeah. Steamboat. Yeah. He was the right size, the right build. He had the hair. <laughs> who cares if he's Hawaiian or whatever? I would love I to hear like, the line reads the... from oh that God. audition. <laughs> I was so worked up that he wasn't Batman. So, that. yeah, I loved him. But what I love is the awkwardness of AEW, Kevin. And mm-hmm. that CM Punk was leading us to believe someone 
someone from Ricky Stark's past who yeah. he feared, yeah, who had clearly like carjacked him at some point as a child, right? Was gonna be the guest referee, yeah, and then like they Hobbs dropped. or somebody, yeah, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. I'm like, that's yeah. that's cool, but completely unrelated to what we were just talking about right. here, <laughs> like completely unrelated. Yeah. Not yeah. scary at all, like a completely fair individual. Well, and I, I guess think, that was the thing is it, it was a it's a fair individual. I think that's the thing because Punk was like, "You're a cheater." Yeah. How do you live with yourself? Like he was very, being very Ricky Steamboat, the mo- which I think is insincere, even as a character. Yeah. Like, yes. and I think it's going to be. I think we're going to see. Is the do you remember the SummerSlam World Title match in 1997 where uh, Shawn Michaels was the referee? Yeah. Uh, and it was Undertaker Bret Hart, one of my favorite finishes ever. Uh, Bret Hart spits the best loogie ever spit onto Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels swings a chair. Bret misses. He hits the Undertaker. Bret covers the Undertaker. Uh, and Shawn, because he committed to calling it down the middle, yeah. knows he has to count the he pin. Count and it. he does. And, and gives, on top of that, yeah, he got hit with the loogie. Right, man's got no sleeves to wipe it off. That's right. He had to count the three with the loogie still on his body. Oh my god! Yeah, it was fantastic. So I don't know if they'll do exactly that, but I could see Punk beating Ricky by yeah. cheating and or, having. Yeah, I don't, I can't see Ricky. I could. Winning. I could see them doing it, as in clearly. It happened illegally, but Ricky, I bet they do the exact same thing. I bet they do the exact same. Maybe, I don't know about the loogie. Steamboat I don't know how good to, Ricky is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I Ricky's not going to swing a chair, but. No. Um, but listen, that that's what they do. They yeah. take, AEW takes all matches and recreates them right. all the time. Yeah. I bet this is going to be that. Steamboat, like Ricky Starks wins the title because he cheats yeah. and Ricky Steamboat has to. And Ricky Steamboat has to call, has to do the pin, even though he it. knows, even though he knows. Yeah. It, I mean, oh, not I the didn't exact see it. same I thing, didn't, but a can't call what I didn't see. Yeah. Yeah. And then maybe they rematch it at Wembley. I could maybe, I don't know. Maybe. I don't, I don't think It'll that doesn't feel like a Wembley thing. Yeah. That's interesting. The other, the yeah. other thing is that I noticed on the graphic today that they called Ricky Steamboat an outside official. So it sounds like he'll be a, like a outside the ring ref as opposed to the main ref. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Okay. So, well, but, the, but they I mean, also you know, did use the term. They did use the term special enforcer at one yeah. point. Right. So, so it could be ref bump. He calls the pin. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Okay, that's it's gonna be really fun, um, and we're getting that on free TV. Yeah. All right. What good. is uh, next on the heat index? Uh, well, we kind of just been talking about how Collision is kind of the A show right now. <laughs> you? <laughs> oh, I was dying laughing, Kevin, because well, the way I read this entry was 
Collision continues to be a show. A show? I miss the the. I miss to be <laughs> the, the the A show. It's yeah, the Collision show. continues to be a show. Those are two very different sentences. <laughs> Shockingly different. No, it's the A show. It is. And it really the, is. The, and, and considering the big storyline on Dynamite for yeah. a month Built just to... got concluded on Collision. Right. And it right. did what it was supposed to do. Big, it did big ratings. Which and supposedly are... the first match did well. That uh, I mean, if you had ever told me Andrade and Buddy Matthews would be a draw on a Saturday night, <laughs> that match was that match was pretty fun. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Except I had to rewind twice to see. Like I thought there was a move when okay. So you have the ladder standing up outside mm-hmm. and then you have the ladder attached to that ladder attached to like the middle rope. Yes. And Andrade, um, yeah, there <laughs> does a move. Yeah. There was some weird stuff. Going and on. I thought, I thought he Dante Martin, his leg. Yeah. I was sure of it. Mm-hmm. And I went back twice and realized, no, he hit that move perfectly, mm-hmm. perfectly. When in, in reality, he should be a quadriplegic right now. Yeah. But my sounded so much like somebody just knocked on my door. But I, I know nobody, that. you heard it, but Puppet Up didn't react to it, which means it didn't happen. Oh. Like what, what everyone just heard Ghosts. did not happen. We got ghosts trying to get in the house right now, which I've got a ghost story for you. Maybe <laughs> right after the messy story at the end. Okay. <laughs> it's a dog ghost story, by the way. Not a this human is, ghost. This is an dog E Street ghost. Band version of uh, the Boom <laughs> Okay. Um, let's see. Yeah, you've got some You've got some decent nitpicks in here. You want to hit them really quick? On a yeah, there was one that money? just drove me crazy. Yeah. My inner John LaRocca came out where it was like, he hits this DDT on a ladder where uh, we're on. Yeah. Uh, Andrade was like going to do like the biggie, like dive through the ropes yeah. and buddy snaps it into a DDT. He gets DDT on the table. He's like completely dead. Yeah. And instead of running into the ring and climbing up, he spends like two minutes getting a table out, which to be fair, the fans were chanting for, because of course, when you're having a great ladder match, what you want to see is tables. You know, I can cut. Okay. Also, you know what? Never mind that. I can kind of see table like ladder yeah. match. Right. They hate each other. Yeah. He's just deceased this man. He's just murdered him. Right. The fans are chanting. His blood is hot. He's got to go get a table. Got to like, go get a table. He doesn't. But then like, he but doesn't then he actually it, care about the match. This is the at part all. that bothered me though. Well, I okay. get. I don't mind that. I don't mind yeah. saying like we're not here to really win the mask. We're here to yeah. humiliate and ruin this guy. Yeah. But he sets up the table and then just leaves him out there. And then so it's like, I'm, I'm still going to climb the ladder. I'm just going to stop to set up a table first. Yeah. I'm just going to take all the time. And I'm going to set this table up. I'm going to show the fans the table to appease them. (laughs) And then I will climb up the ladder. You got to calm those fans and they might just rip you to shreds. That's true. Maybe he was trying to prevent a riot by finishing what he was, the match yeah. before a table was revealed to them. So really, I, I think he, he just, you know what? he had Buddy all of our interests at heart. 
he's tired of having to leave arenas by running full speed and jumping into open trunks. <laughs> you know, that's the right. thing. Like, like Jack he's... Perry or something. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I want to see Jack Perry do that same jump into the trunk of a like a Geo Metro, yeah. like the <laughs> smallest car they yeah. can physically find. One of those smart for two cars. Yeah. Oh my god! As it goes off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that jump that was fun. Was one that was still the best a fun things match. I've ever seen. It was a really fun uh, match, and I was up. I, I was mad at myself for enjoying it as much as I did yeah. when I really wanted to be a hater yeah. and I couldn't, it was, it was fun. And, uh, um, and Julia took, a Oh, fun. Julia, Julia went through the table. Bump. Yeah. Very we, safe. On bump top too. of Buddy Matthews. Yes. Yeah. He protected her. Yeah. That was very well planned. That was great. Yeah. Like that a lot. Yeah. All right. Let's see. What's next. AR Fox, the devious evil AR Fox. I have loved AR Fox until this week. Oh. He did something that completely made me turn on him. Oh. I don't know how I have it. You know what? I watched it on my 65-inch television. That's what it was. <laughs> and I saw this man's not wearing real boots, Kevin. I loved his boots. I thought they were the coolest <laughs> thing in wrestling. And yeah. then I look and he's just wearing sneakers. And he's got yeah. boot covers like a twenty, like a yeah. nineteen dollar ninety eight cent Santa yeah. Claus out costume, man. You can't even. You're an AEW. You're on the main yeah. roster. You can't even buy boots. Right, cheap asshole. Come on now. <laughs> Great week though. Great week for AR Fox. <laughs> but I'm all out because of the boots. Well, now he's in the Mogo affiliate stuff. They're gonna up the game. They, well, yeah, they have Swerve's to. He has take to. Him out. He's a Mogo affiliate. He's gonna have gold plated boots. Yeah, yeah. Made by whoever made uh, Brian Alvarez slash Matt Hardy's golden boat. The gold boat. The gold yeah. boat, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Um, It's been an odd week for Orange Cassidy, man. And I love yeah. that, like, Orange Cassidy gets attacked by John Moxley, immediately setting up a match where John Moxley is in a three-way with Trent Beretta. Yeah. The exact right. match we were all hoping for. That's exactly right. What? Yeah. Against somebody else. I don't even know who. I can't remember who. <laughs> Nick, who? I don't remember. Um, Mox, Beretta, and Penta. That's it. In an anything goes match. As we established this week, someone said, this is a ladder match. So anything goes. Or else it was right. like, this is a... This is a three-way tag, so anything goes. Anything goes. Right. They like have the established fact that they're in a triple threat already means that anything goes. Absolutely. You want to bring a gun, bring a gun. Just let's go. Let's roll. Right. I mean, Moxley's brought everything, but you know what? If he pulls out a board covered in covered in revolvers, it yeah. wouldn't I wouldn't blink. <laughs> I wouldn't blink. <laughs> Oh my God! He threw him on a board of revolvers. <laughs> a board of revolvers. <laughs> that would be the most pro wrestling thing ever. Is you'd have a board of revolvers and they would not go off. You just throw them on it and they would wince from the pain. Yeah, and the, the thing of is, the barrels on your back. You know, maybe you lose a shoe. Maybe you're a young buck. Your big toe catches right. one. God yeah. knows what could happen. God only knows. Oh, yeah. uh, so yeah, 
That's uh, now I really want that to happen. Yeah. Okay, give us the AR Fox turns heel. Give give us the breakdown. Right. I've so been distracting you long great enough. Great match with Orange Cassidy. I thought that was a really fun match. So good. Uh, and I like the story that they had of uh, you know beforehand, where Darby tells the story of like when I was homeless and he took me in, you know, and uh, taught me everything I know. If there's if there wasn't an AR Fox, there wouldn't be a Darby Allen. So then yeah. he has this match, you know, great, uh, you know, second level guy taking a champion to the limit match. Cassidy beats him. And this part I liked. Cassidy beats him. He does the thing he always does with people he respects. He lifts them to their feet, puts the sunglasses on them, and they pose together, right? He did this with yeah. Shibata. And he does this with other, you know, with other people. And usually they're like, oh, yeah, this is cool. I get the endorsement from the guy. And I liked that AR Fox was like, no, I don't like, I don't like being patronized like that, you know? So I don't, yeah. I'm not going to sit here and put my thumb up after you just beat me. And so he just punches him out. That part I liked, but I then he comes out of the ring. Just goes straight. From, I love that he goes yeah. straight from, I don't want to lift my thumb. I'm right. going to punch you in the face. I'm going to punch you in the face and break your sunglasses. And then Darby, locker room leader Darby, comes out and starts dressing this dude down who is his hero mentor and he hoes his entire career to. Starts talking to him like he if, is some little punk young boy, like he's Joey Janela or something. If anybody out there has ever heard the term, I had to come to Jesus meeting, like I had to come yeah. to Jesus meeting with him, that's yeah. what this was. That's this was a come was. to Jesus meeting. Right. And what I didn't like about it was that. Oh. Fox was like, I'm so sorry. I don't know what I was doing. And like being Darby apologized kept going. to him. And Darby just kept going. And what I would liked is that's that's a different character than we've just seen for the last 20 minutes. The guy you yeah. told me about and the guy we saw wrestle, Orange Cassidy, what he should have been was like, hey, I don't owe you anything you yeah. know, to him. And just like yelling at him. Turn, I know they were doing it to like hide, you know, what happened later. But yeah. Uh, but if they were going to do that, Boop. maybe don't have them punch out Cassidy. I don't know. Anyway, I didn't yeah. love that. But then later on, Swerve and Darby having a match. They had a great match because they're always mm -hmm. good together. Yeah. And uh, I don't Fox see Swerve having any Ty Valkyrie versus Britt matches no. anytime soon. No, not at all. No. Yeah. And especially against Darby. And then Fox comes in, KOs Darby. They give him a Mogo affiliate shirt, which is great. I like it. I like giving yeah. him something. Yeah. But my issue is, is he really going to be somebody or are they just sending him back to ROH so he can be there with Prince Nana and be, I really hope there. they're turning him into somebody. He is yeah. a guy that I can see being on a swerve Strickland level guy. Yeah. Who's who you're, th who is kind of mid card, but you're like, we're just waiting for the right time for yeah. him to make a run, you know? And I don't remember upper, him. Upper, upper mid card. Yeah. I don't, you know, I watched I remember, Lucha Underground, but I don't remember a lot of him in Lucha Underground. I might've stopped watching that before he did his run with Swerve, but I don't remember like how good he is, like as a character. I've only mode. seen AR Fox for a couple of years and it's WrestleMania weekend where every wrestler right. alive First. today, you're going to see right. wrestle a couple yeah. times. Right. And then you're <laughs> going to see. Yeah, in fact, you might see him wrestle speedball Mike Bailey three times in an hour mm -hmm. in two different cities somehow. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
Um, but only I've only seen him there. That's the only place I've really seen him is yeah. on those Mania Weekend shows, and I, and he's really good. Yeah, he's great. Um, I mean, he, like he's I really, stuff. I kind of like everything about him. I think he has a cool name. Mm-hmm. I love his. I love his outfit. I think that's mm-hmm. cool. The like the camo. Uh, I used to th- think he had cool boots. Yeah. Now I no longer believe him to have cool boots. Wrestles in a yes. He has like yeah, the whole thing. I like facial. Yeah, he has one of my favorite styles of wrestling. Mm -hmm. Like, there's nothing to dislike about the guy if you believe he has real boots. And so, (laughs) in the end, like, I'm excited they're going somewhere with him. I'm just really happy they're doing something. Yeah, and of course, as you said, immediately led to Darby Allen wrestling Suzuki and then getting challenged by Christian. So Darby's just feuding with everybody. They're moving him around fast. I am, however, looking forward to Nick Wayne possibly versus AR Fox. Yeah, that I I think that'll be really fun. That'll be a really good match. Yeah. Um. All right. Do we want to shout out Christian's promo telling Darby's going to send him back to Hot Topic? The crowd loved that. The crowd (laughs) lost their minds at that. We've been making that joke for over a year. The crowd is apparently not subscribers to no. the boom to fight game media. No. They loved that that joke. Solid joke. Yeah. All right. What's up next? The rise and fall of Jack Perry. We all had hopes. Oh my God. When he turned heel. This will be the thing. This is gonna be the thing that's gonna take him to the next level. And no. no, no. The best part of what's happening now with Jack Perry. I don't even think it involves the storyline at all. My, when I think of Jack Perry, I immediately think of Christian holding the belt, talking yeah. about the man who possesses this belt. Yes. I yes. love that. And I can't yeah. even remember what, what Perry's doing other than not wrestling people who want right. to wrestle him. Yeah. And making the greatest dive in human history. <laughs> yeah. I wish I could, I wish I knew the name of an Olympic diver to throw that out there. Uh, but, uh, what was his name? Greg Luganis. Oh my God. Yes. The best dives is Greg Luganis. Yes. Who wasn't, I mean, I hear is a good diver. All I remember is busted his head open and the pool yeah. being running, the pool running yes. red with blood. Yeah. Like I it was the, that too. Like it was the funk roads wars of 85. <laughs> Something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what to do with poor Jack. Because I I watched him, and I was just like, he's just doing Adam Cole. Yeah, and he's the not look, doing... The hair bun, the, the, the scruffy face, the the leather jacket. It's like you just took the most generic heel-isms. Yeah. And just, oh, well, I'll do this, and that'll make me a heel. He needs to be in the tag team again. Yeah, um, or a faction or something, or at least put Anna Jay with him. For real. I think the best thing to do with him right now is to throw him in with Christian and have him tag with Luchasaurus again, but as like dark Lucha, dark Jurassic Express. Yeah. Um, They're both. Someone suggests, so Paul Fontaine is convinced that he should take over the uh, Jericho Appreciation Society and oust Jericho, which I kind of like, but I think what we're going to see is JS disperse. Yeah. Which I kind of like the idea of, um, Menard and uh, Parker and Anna Jay. Oh my God. Cause they're kind of a trio. Yeah. Like going with him. And then that way you have 
you have Bernard and Parker who can be the personality. Yeah. You know, talking about what's making his nipples hard. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't, I cannot. The thing is everyone, but Jake Hager in the Jericho appreciation society would do a better job of taking over the Jericho appreciation society. And now I'm convinced they're not going to break up at all in this. They're going to feud with the Callis family. Oh, that's wow. what I, yeah. I honestly think that's what's going to happen. Um, I honestly open in 2.0 would be fun. Yeah, it'd be great. I also would like the Jericho Appreciation Society to get a little more real, I guess, uh-huh. in that feud, like a little bloodier, yeah. a little more Moxley-ish, a little more yeah. BCC. A little more like they were a year ago. A little more serious. Were in anarchy yeah. in the arena. We had Daddy yes. Magic talking about these are the choices we make. That's right. Back in the in the locker oh, room. My. This is the life that, this is the life we chose. Locker room leader Daddy Magic. That's right. Um, all right, let's see. We already talked about the Battle Royal. Yep. So that was the other thing I had. But we do need to talk about the title of this entrance into the heat index. <laughs> big big meaty men slapping meat. I just want to make I mean, the you same had... joke I made last time, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. <laughs> um I Cage, really... Big Bill, Sotnam, Butcher. Sotnam would look so weird to not be in a suit and instead yeah. be in the lamest wrestling outfit I've ever seen. Yeah, he's dressed like Dominant Mysterio. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. There's something bothering me about him having a shirt on mm-hmm. and it not being a suit. Uh, yeah, he was dressed like Dominic, exactly. I really liked literally the big meaty men slapping meat near the end. I really yeah. loved it. Mm-hmm. And... Frankly, I want to talk about how right I've been for months now. Yes. And that Big Bill had something, and they're yep. exploiting it. And also the fact that the Butcher should be much more Stan Hansenish, and yep. he was. The Butcher and the Blade acted like a real tag team that can murder yep. people. Yep. And going toe-to-toe with Butcher, with 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 uh, Bill Big and Bill Cage. and Brian Cage. Yep. And I love the tag team of Big Bill and Brian Cage when Brian Cage isn't pretending he's Ty of Valkyrie on a really bad day. <laughs> I really right. liked what they did with this because this is everything I've been wanting. Yes. I've wanted your monster heel tag New teams. skyscrapers, yeah. Yeah, and we've got, and I didn't even like the skyscrapers. And we've got two of, we've got the two teams, two guys I really wanted in yeah. the, to be badasses in these teams who are badasses. Yeah. And I say, how about we keep this going Mm-hmm. And make them both legit badass tag teams that can mm-hmm. murder people who yeah. are championship level. I really hope they do, and they don't send everybody back to Rampage. I think yeah. Big Bill's getting out of this. I think he's going to rise yeah. above this he's, all. The, he he was the, the guy. Of the show. Yeah. He's the guy. Yeah. The people were behind Big Bill. That's the thing. Yeah, the people were behind him, and I'm glad. I don't know. There are times I'm worried I'm the only guy seeing things, and now I'm happy. They clearly yeah. a lot of people are seeing the same thing. You're, you're ahead of it. That's I don't age. know. I'm just the loudest mouth. I think that's what it is. <laughs> um, right. We're almost right. to two hours. All right. Well, let's see. How close are we to two hours? Yeah, we got yeah. time for messy talk here in a little bit. Okay. Let's see. Looking ahead, Dynamite 200 is this Wednesday, and I want to give everybody a heads up in case you were not actively looking for AEW news in the last uh, two hours. 
So if you go to AW, AW's YouTube and go to videos, they have added um, AW Dynamite moments from 2019, 2020, including all the debuts and title changes. And then they've done the same thing now for 2021 as well. Um, each video is about an hour and a half. Wow. Um, and I love they're doing this. I love they're giving us the best of each year. And I kind of wanted to talk to you about, we're clearly unprepared for it. So we don't have time for it. Maybe we can make it a bonus episode. We probably won't though, <laughs> which was like the top, I'd love to talk about like the top 20 moments mm-hmm. in, in AEW's in Dynamite's first 200 episodes. Um, to me, the biggest two are the first episode and mm-hmm. then uh, the Brody Lee episode. Uh, but that's all I can yeah. think of offhand. Those are the two yeah. big ones. Um, um, there's many more. We don't have time to talk about it, but those videos are there. Check them out. Oh. I haven't watched I haven't watched much. I think they're going to be pretty cool. I guess but, if you're listening to this and you started it first thing in the morning, you could probably finish this episode. Go right into watch- these goes right into these and then you'd probably be ready for uh dynamite yeah you can go straight into dynamite after that exactly Maybe stop by raising canes oh my god listen get the caniac you're gonna regret it yeah but it's still worth it <laughs> i literally like a decade ago i had to give up the caniacs it's put me Wait, out of the commission for like a sandwich? day no, the Kaniac is six piece. That's right. It's the six piece with the with the slaw in the, and I always trade and the, the slaw move. for extra fries. And I do the trade the slaw for an extra piece of toast. Extra piece of toast, yes. Yeah. You're right. That's the thing. That's and the it thing. It all Everybody goes in the know. sauce. It doesn't matter if it's oh fried yes. bread or chicken. It all goes it in. It all goes sauce. in. Here's the important thing everybody needs to know. You can literally trade the coleslaw for anything other yeah. than other than extra chicken. Fries, extra sauce. Uh, the toast, which is phenomenal. Yeah. If you get the coleslaw, hope yep. you don't get the coleslaw, Kevin. If no, you do, no, I never get. Why would I yeah. go to raising kids for coleslaw? If you get the coleslaw, you're a chump. Unless you're actively like almost making it part of a sandwich. In that case, I forgive you. All right, I could see that. Dynamite two hundreds this Wednesday. It's yep. the the perfect thing to wash it down today with. Today, when people it's a, are is a di- That's true. Today. Is a Diet Coke from Raisin Cane's with the Caniac yeah. combo. It's the 200th right. episode. Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks versus Jeff Jarrett, Jay Lethal, Satnam Singh. This is Christmas morning, people. Yeah. This is going to be so good. <laughs> this is going to be so good. How many? Oh, my God. They are going to try and do a super kick party on Satnam. And they're going to realize yeah. they can't reach his they chin. Can't. They can't reach his chin. There's no, then at the some point he's going to be on. They're going to kick a nipple off <laughs> right there on TBS. They're going to kick a man's nipple off until he finally goes to his knees. Then right. there's going to be a super kick party on his face. Yep. yep. John Moxley versus Trent versus Penna because whatever. Yeah. Let's, right. Sure. Know, why, why not? Why not? Why not? Aussie Open versus Vikingo and Commander for the ROH tag team titles. That's going to be a great yeah. match. Yep. Also, they're just creating luchadors these days. I swear to God, they are. I love that Tony Schiavone is watching a man called Gravity and saying yeah. he's giving serious Lasertron vibes. Yeah, I marked out. <laughs> I pop. He was because he was because he freaking was. And now yeah. in his second match, I saw in a week, he's walking around like Gravity, super thick around yes. him. 
Oh my god. Which was so great in the Samoa Joe match when Samoa <laughs> yes. Joe said yes. the walk. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> oh, by the way, we have it okay, before we continue on this list, okay. um Twisted Metal on Paramount. You know where I'm no. going, Kevin. No, I don't. There is Oh yes, po- Samoa Joe's in, yeah. Post apocalyptic show set in the nineteen nineties. Samoa Joe's the big bad. He is the main villain. Oh, I didn't know in that. In this show. Yeah, I knew he was in so it. I it didn't is a major role. It is Captain America slash Falcon versus Samoa Joe in post-apocalyptic 1990s. I don't oh. think we need anything more than that. We don't no. need writers for this. Like no. done, yeah. done. It looks like it's set like based on a video game. I don't know if it is. I'm in. I haven't watched any of it like yet game. though. Yeah. Also, Mister Professor Nick Harrison. The man who met, who got famous off of wrestling entrances on TikTok mm-hmm. is on the Hot Wheels Whatever Challenge on Peacock. Okay. He won his episode. They started the finals tonight during while we're recording this. So last night for all of you listening, um, he's a good friend of mine, former podcast co-host. Go go check it Very out. Cool. Support my man Nick Harrison. He is a right. huge pro wrestling fan and a man who is living his best life right now in 2023. Go go support your boy. Um, all right. Next up, Jack Perry face to face with Jerry Lynn. That's right. You never thought it would happen. This is the match <laughs> you've been craving for over a decade. Yeah. And now it's finally not happening. They're just right. gonna stand. They're just gonna face to face each other again. Yep, and, and, and then maybe and, we'll uh, reveal some old uh, ECW guy. Maybe we get Lance Storm, uh, who yeah. will of course be seconded in his corner by Brian Alvarez. That would be um, amazing. Let's see, Tony Storm versus Hikaru Shida. That's going to be great. That's going to be great. Chris Jericho and Takeshita versus Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia. This is where it's all happening. Yeah, this is the double cross. Yep. It's going to happen right here. Something's going to happen. Yep. By the way, did they instruct? Ty, Ty Mello to slowly caress her pregnant belly every moment of every promo <laughs> she's in now. That's or just is required. That just what happens when you become pregnant. That's required of all women. If a can if the camera is on them, they have to put themselves on the be- their hand on the belly to let you know that that's a baby and not just a belly. I think I need to buy a crop top, and I know what I'm going to be for Halloween. Um, <laughs> Ty, Ty Mello. Ty Mello. Yep. <laughs> That would bearded, be incredible. Bearded pregnant time. Mello. That would be incredible. We're going to hear from MJF <laughs> with potentially no Adam Cole. So what's the point? And uh, that's everything we've got for dynamite 200 yep. so far. Yep. Then that's a good show. That's nothing good. for rampage. Nothing for rampage. CM Punk versus Ricky Starks for the real world title with yep. Ricky Steamboat as a potential referee slash outside official slash special enforcer yep. slash goddamn legend Batman this Saturday on Collision. Batman. He is going to be Batman. <laughs> Let's not forget the last time we saw him in an actual wrestling match, I believe it was the cheerleaders. What were their names? Uh, the what? cheerleaders in WWE. The cheerleading faction. The oh, 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 the uh, the Spirit Squad. Spirit Squad With, uh, murdered him. He died very briefly and right. somehow ended up surviving his death. I forgot about Let's that. Let's hope nothing like that happens again. Yeah. By the way, I really liked the Spirit Squad guy who was kind of under the tutelage of Ric Flair. 
I hate that he went away forever. Ken, I can't remember Kenny? his name. Ken Doan. Ken, Ken Doan. Yep. I really I'm a like big fan him. of headbands and wrestling. That's my oh man, he was your guy then. No, I really, I really thought he could have been somebody if he would yeah, stayed in the business, could've. but I believe he left. Yeah. Um. All right. Other major dates coming up. You want to hit that one real quick? So all in August twenty seventh. Presumably they'll have some matches. <laughs> September third, all out <laughs> in the United Center. Good lord, pump and it then up. September twentieth, Grand Slam at Arthur Ashe. So three big <laughs> shows and. All of them will have matches, we presume. Let's hope. We can one can only hope. Should have been on Dynamite. I sent this to you right before the show. I don't know if you'd seen it already. I did. Coming I up. I haven't seen it, but yeah. Minoru Suzuki and Sanshiro Takagi wrestling on a bullet train in DDT. Oh, how does one get tickets? Like are are people gonna <laughs> yeah. be able to pay to travel on the train? Can I would pay a thousand dollars. Yeah. A thousand dollars. Like quit buying Warhammer toys. Right. Uh and not models, toys. Very different. Um, I will give up on buying tickets to concerts I don't go to. Yeah. Do whatever it takes to get to that show. Cause that'd be I fantastic. Because presumably oh the match won't last the entire train ride. Oh, imagine if it did. So like Okay. Yeah, you could, or maybe they take breaks and you'd like stop and then like you get to sit down and have like a beer with Minoru Suzuki in between then, rounds. And then, and then like while you're hanging out with them, you know, the, the fight would just start over again. Here's the question I want each and every one of you to answer. The, the three of you who are still listening. X. Yes. I want you, because this could be the last time we ever speak, <laughs> I want that you hear. I want you to message me on Twitter slash X at peppermint fatty. If you can, if you get a free ticket on a bullet train, it is a one hour trip. There will be, it will be Minoru Suzuki versus someone for the entire hour. There will be one intervention in which case you can sit down and enjoy a nice drink with Minoru Suzuki. Who would it be? Who is the guy that, that Suzuki is wrestling. And why is it Eddie Kingston? <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. All right. That's that's really the only should have been on Dynamite because yeah. everything else is hours and hours long. Right. I really wish all of Eddie Kingston's G1 matches, not the whole matches were on Dynamite because that's not but possible. Yeah, yeah. I would love highlights yeah. because that would send way more people to actually go watch the G1. Yeah. And I think it's it's something that Tony Khan should do to support the G1, support yes, new, support his partner. I kind of want to say he indie loves wrestling. Being a good partner. Yes, he loves being a good being partner. A good partner. In new Japan. That's right. Uh, well, this could be the last time you listen to us. I really hope it's not. I hope you'll go check out patreon.com/fightgamemedia continue, to continue listening for the boom each and every week for a mere pittance. Yeah. Give it a month. Give it a month and just see what you think. So until then, from me, from Kevin Neely, from everybody here at Fight Game Media, have a great week, everybody. We hope to see you back here again next Monday or Tuesday. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.